All right, so we are officially live for podcast episode number 12. By the way, you know you're in your 40s when you're listening to uh, Warren G before getting yourself uh, in the mood of a podcast. <laughs> you don't 40-year-olds start a podcast, you know, aren't a podcast together. Is Anyways. There, is there anything worse than a guy my age talking about rap, though? I mean, people Tom, that act Tom, like they know about rap at no, my age just not. sound stupid. I, I respect that. Okay, I respect right? that. Isn't it just, true? I'm oh, going to stay oh, out of the rap listen, conversation. Guys, you guys have to know, there is no one big, no bigger critic about hip-hop and rap right now than Joe Biden. Oh, he knows it. You guys know this. He's on top no of one. it. No one. If Pop you want to debate the greatest rappers of all time, Nas, you're Travis Scott. Yeah, of you know, you're in Drake, love with Travis Scott. Biggie, Tupac, Anyways, we got a lot of stuff to cover today. Joe. We got a lot of stuff to cover here today. Let me give you a list of some of the topics we're going to cover here today. Good morning. Everybody, if you're somewhere else in Europe, good afternoon to you. But uh, we got a lot of crazy things going on. I watched the whole town hall debate, town hall, uh, uh, you know, uh, question that they hall. were doing, Trump town hall. And I watched the whole thing and I got some feedback. I got my sure. own notes I'm going to share with you guys here in a minute. Amazon apparently wants to go into podcast game. That's uh, anybody well, surprised. They want to make some money finally, you know? <laughs> they want to make yeah. some money finally. <laughs> So a, a San Francisco accountant uh, does something at the end of every client yeah. conversation. It's a discussion, mm -hmm. uh, and he talks about this. I think it's everybody needs to know this. He did this article on Market Watch. He was sitting with a client worth ten or twenty million dollars, and he starts a conversation at the end. I think it's very important for all of us uh, to have a conversation about this. Ray Dalio warns of threat to dollar as reserve currencies, interest rates uh, to stay at nearly zero till twenty twenty three which we'll talk about that Snowflake's record IPO, Pepsi launches Driftwell, Spotify calls out Apple for Apple One Bundle, McDonald's selling out of burgers due to massive popularity of the Travis Scott meal. And this is not the Onion story. This is actually a real story. It's that lit. Took place. Yeah, it's lit. And Adam's fired up about it. He was I at McDonald's Travis this Scott. morning. FedEx biggest earnings. We'll talk about that. USA violates World Trade Organization rules by the tariffs on China. And then uh, we have to go to our uh, rap critic and uh, the gentleman that knows a lot about hip-hop and music, which is Joe Biden, his Despacito. Gallup polls, we got some new polls to talk about. Uh, uh, Abraham record signing of UAE, Israel, and Bahrain. U.S. to sell Taiwan $7 billion in arms. China released COVID-19 intentionally is a recent interview that happened with uh, Tucker Carlson. And then we got a bunch of other things that's going on. All I know is stick around because some crazy topics is going to be talked about today. Having said that, I think it's good we start off with Amazon deciding to go into podcasts, mm. okay? So launching into podcasting Wednesday, becoming the latest entrant to the rapidly expanding medium is Amazon. Amazon Music has more than 70,000 podcasts to start, including DJ Khaled. While the library is significantly smaller than Apple's over 1 million podcasts or Spotify's 1.5 million podcasts, Amazon is launching with popular titles including Crime Junkie, What a Day, Radio Lab, Revisionist History, Planet Money, and stuff you should know while the company is joining a competitive field. Executives said the service can tack differently from rivals as it has with music streaming and bring in new podcast listeners, particularly through its voice-activated home speakers. Thoughts on Amazon going into podcasts? You know, are those the scariest words you could ever hear in an industry? Amazon has decided to Go come into, into your dot, space. Dot, dot, yeah. Right? Because there's nothing you could do. Whatever, you know, they've taken their time. They've, they've yeah. been very, very methodical in doing this. So they've got something up their sleeve. It sounds like it's opening, you know, US, UK, Germany, and Japan primarily right away. They, they got big names, DJ Khaled. 
Did I pronounce that right? I shouldn't talk about it. No, rappers. you did great, Tom. Okay, good. I practiced. Uh, Dan Patrick, Will Smith. You know anything? Will Smith is touching, is going to work the way that guy has his Will business Smith's empire Will Smith's going to do a going. podcast or something? Well, he, he and his wife have, a, I'm sure, a whole network Oh, they got this. something going on. We'll see. I mean, but they're going to do it very, very well. Spotify's shares sunk just on the news alone. Be interesting what what Amazon can do that's going to be different though. Is Jeff Bezos going to have a podcast? Are people going to listen to that? I would imagine they would if he offers up some some gossip from his personal life or some I business doubt tips. Bezos is doing a podcast. However, I I do agree with your point, for sure. If Amazon is jumping into anything, I'm, I'd be fearful. You just right. said Spotify stock went yeah. down. Yeah. Totally. But I, th I th go ahead. Did you have a response? To no, it? I mean, I actually agree. Did with you Tom. just want to say I agree and make this a wonderfully happy. Hey, everything you know, that Tom I says agree. today, I, I agree. agree. <laughs> We're just going to have a total compliance. Hey, I said you, you guys get off this shows. podcast. Today's going to be yeah, everyone's agreeing. What are you doing listening to this podcast? Guys, I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> okay, yeah. so tell us. No, what, I, do you, what points do you have that we haven't heard so from Tom? A couple key points. Tell us. The company is joining the highly competitive field. We got that, right? But like Tom said, if Amazon's joining this competitive field, if I'm a competitor, I'd be very scared. I would say, if there's two things that Amazon is going to start focusing on, my, by the way, they're killing it in everything they yeah, do. Yeah. If they're going to join the podcast world, you know, competing with the Spotify's mm -hmm. of the world, I think there's a higher likelihood that they're going to crush that field versus competing with the Elon Musk, uh, SpaceX type of exploration. And why is that? Do you have I a reason for that? I just think it's more their niche. I think it's more their fit. I think, you know. He, I was hoping you were going to go deeper than that. I was hoping your but cinnamon hot chocolate coffee that you had this yeah. morning was going to bring out the, Look, you got, know, and, and the DMT stuff that we were talking they got, about. They got the Alexa. They got the, I mean, listen, when I walk into my office now over you're there. Now you're talking. Yeah, I'm go. talking. I'm talking. You, you cut me off. You cut me off. No. Go get to your point. So, I mean, obviously, they're, they're a massive place. They got data galore. I walk into my office right there. Alexa, play Travis Scott. Perfect. Boom, Travis yeah. Scott is being played. Yes. So you walk into your office. You're like, Alexa, play the Patrick Beck David podcast. Boom, Boom. now we're playing yeah. it. Alexa, play the Jeff Bezos podcast, uh, Tom Zenner's new favorite podcast. So I think that's where they're going with this, and it's just a data play, and they're going to dominate whatever they do. Here's, here's what I will tell you. I, I think uh, a one – I don't even think the podcast world has even started yet. I, I think there's a million to me. It's nothing. There's 7.7 .7 billion people in the world. One million podcasts means nothing. Okay. As far as how many podcasts are being done today. Uh, there's still a lot of great people that could crush it in the podcast world that haven't gone into it. There's right. a lot of creative pe people that have not gotten to podcast world, but this is the one thing you have to keep in mind. So if, for example, the three of us were mm -hmm. to get into real estate, Okay, all three of us. Have you ever done real estate? I've never done real estate. Yeah, so I did. let's just say the For three of us while. become realtors. All three mm -hmm. of us become realtors. You're in Manhattan. You're in Miami. I do California, SoCal, and I do some Dallas. Hypothetically, I do SoCal and, uh, and Dallas. Okay, who are the first people when you make your list you're going to contact about selling them home in uh, in Miami? Who's your market? I'm going to call my athletes. I'm going to call my okay. uh, my friends with families and yeah. kids. Yeah. People what with have money. you been doing last four, with money. 14 years? What have you been doing last 14 life years? Life insurance settlement. So you're going to call your life insurance clients. You're going to call some of your life settlement the guys. The side of things. No, what I mean is the people you Not deal the with, the agents yeah. you're dealing with. Financial advisors. Who are you going to call? High net worth people. Anybody I know that has money and that's going to spend and then I can talk into something. But specific, what industry that you've been in for a long time? I've been in the media business. So you're probably going to call yeah. your contacts in media. Of course. Call hey, Michael Jordan. That's yeah. And you're going to say what? Listen, guys, I'm doing real estate. Yeah. Hey, it's Tom. How you doing? Good. Look, I just want to give you an update. I'm in a real estate business now, yeah, I'm and I'm selling, selling homes. I'm not selling, you know, I'm selling real estate now. Then you contact them. Yeah. What's my point here? 
Amazon has 10 million authors. They have 10 million authors that need to sell their books, and Amazon's going to say, guess what? On your Author Central website with your books, put your podcast right here because the moment someone's done listening to your podcast and they like it, they can buy your book. They got 10 million authors sure. potentially that could be creating content for them because Amazon's going to go to what they already have a database of. Uh -huh. It's authors, a ton of them, and they need to sell books. Yeah. And many of them, the way they make money is purely selling books. So I think Amazon's got a already a deep enough, uh, you know, what do you call it, a database of people yeah. that could create content. I think they'll be competing. And Pat, think about this too. Alexa already knows what you like and what you want. Damn. So she's going to be able to tell you what's available. I mean, they're programming two people specifically already because they know everything about you. Here's the bigger question. What couldn't Amazon go into? Could they open a restaurant? A restaurant? I mean, what's next for them? Is there anything that they would touch that wouldn't be successful? I mean, you, everything, I mean this kind of surprised people. I think it makes to, uh, perfect sense. I don't think anybody was expecting it. But it does make you wonder what's next and what couldn't they do. I'm not surprised by Amazon going into podcasts, though, at all. Like, I'm not at all. I'm surprised that they haven't gone in yet. That's, that's what I'm surprised with. I'm not surprised that they're going into it. I think it's a good move yeah, on them. But and yet I, being the key word because they could have done this a long time you're, ago. You're, that's that's the right part. The yet, yet is the key part. That goes back to my original point. This is not shocking to me. It'd be, it's way more a fit for them versus trying to compete with the SpaceX's of the world. Space exploration versus podcast. It's I, a little I, more fit. I think, I think there's, there, those are two different reasonings. A podcast is, is just business. We got to do it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a product that we can put on the shelf. Hey, we're Walmart. There's these new towels that came out. Put them on the shelf. That's cool. We got to sell it. Hey, we got TVs. We got to sell it. Put the podcast on the shelf. Put Let's the go. podcast on the shelf. <laughs> SpaceX is, there's a no way Elon Musk is a better entrepreneur than me. That's Ooh, what SpaceX is. That's the competitive is. nature you're SpaceX saying? SpaceX is who's dating the prettier girl. SpaceX is measuring your better basketball game. You're better. You know, it's a, SpaceX is a little bit more uh, a manly competition. It has nothing think to do with making money. Think about what you just said, Pat. Take it. Yeah. Just everyone in, in the audience, just think about this for a second. We Adam are now, just had an epiphany here moment. We go. go ahead, buddy. Tell us. We are now talking about competing, entrepreneurs competing over going to space. Yeah. That's exactly. where we're at right now in yeah. 2020. Oh, you think you're going to go to the moon? Buddy, I'll meet you on Mars. That's where we're at right now. That's wild stuff right there. That's wild. I don't know if you guys heard Trump said the other day we're going to be the first to go to, the, uh, go to Mars. Yes, I he mean, did. the stuff he says, I just love it. Let's send Trump to Mars. Yeah, he he could be the president of Mars and keep it moving, By the way, do, do, do you guys remember Sasha Cohen when he's doing this interview back Sasha in the days Medical. when he was doing the, when his character was or the gangster? Ali G. Ali G. Oh, yeah. yeah, and awesome. he says, hey. Booyakasha. Uh, yeah, and he was interviewing uh, the astronaut. Who's the guy, uh, 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 who's the, uh, the main astronaut? What's the main Buzz astronaut? Aldrin? Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. He's interviewing yeah. Buzz Poor Aldrin. Guy. So he says, so. So tell us, Buzz, how was it the first time you landed on the sun? <laughs> <laughs> is you, is you, is you ain't landing on the sun? And Buzz is like, I never went to the sun. <laughs> what oh a my gosh, man. he is a what character. A character. By the way, apparently Borat 2 is coming out. I don't know if you caught that I'd part. I see that. Borat 2 is coming up. I got a lot of friends that I know for a fact yeah. will be the first okay. to go watch but, but Borat But think about it. what an idiot if you're trapped by him the second time, right? If you get yeah. interviewed by him, he comes oh, he, and exposes uh, well, you. He did the Wasn't show, there a first one you could have learned from? Yeah, he he's, did. His characters changed yeah, constantly. Yeah. Do you see the show that he did on HBO? With this, this is America, or what was that? Oh, it's have you seen that wow. one? It's not HBO. I think it's Showtime. Was yeah. it Showtime? But this Showtime. is America, or whatever the show have was? You, have you seen it? Unbelievable. Okay, can you pull up the, what do you call it, the commercial? What was it called? Put the Just put, put Sasha Baron Cohen America. Yeah, put Sasha Cohen America. 
There who is America? Who is America? Third one, Kai. Just go down. Who is America? Right there. It'll give you options. Beautiful. Incredible. Trailer of. Uh, Dude, he got Bernie America? Sanders on. No, listen, guys. It's embarrassing what this guy did. Do you see it's what he did when he went to the uh, place in, in Arizona and they were gonna build trailer. a mosque in Arizona? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you know what? Go to Bernie okay, Sanders yeah, one. Who's America? Go right too. to 319. Watch this. His characters change. There's multiple different I want to things. confront the mainstream media, and I want to take them down one by one. Lower audio. It's a little too high. Lower audio. It's a little too high. Okay, there we go. Okay, good. Kai, good. Library. That's awesome. I'm Billy Wayne Brothers. He doesn't look anything like Ali G. Or Borat. Why he's British. Accent. Ra raise the volume oh, a little look at bit, guys. Comfortable. Talk Relaxed. Political situation. See whether we have any common ground. He does not so want to be there. Let's start with real hot potato. Do you believe in Obamacare? I thought it was a good start. I don't think it went as far as it should. You believe it should have gone further? Of course. But Obamacare doesn't work. I mean, I know personally, I was a healthy man, then Obamacare came in. I was forced to see a doctor. And suddenly I had three diseases. Suddenly <laughs> I had uh, diabetes one and two. Yeah, you can stop I had it. Legs and I yeah, had by the way, go, go to another one. Pause it and go Did back. Did you see where he does the, the Israeli? To, uh, there's nothing about Bernie that says presidential. Yeah. I mean, when you look at him. Scroll down, Kai. No, there's one that he says, pull, Did, your, pull your pants down. Yes, this is how you get the, rid of the, the virus. The Republican. The uh, the, but go up. Just click on the top one. Go click on the top one. Let's see who is America full episode. Now, that's not the one. Is it trailer? That's it right there. Five to the top one. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Okay, watch this. Watch this, this is guy. out this is of control. My name, Captain Eran Moran. Today we learn defense from radical Islam terror. Picture the scene. You are chained to a radiator, naked with a bag over your head. All of a sudden, terrorists break in and kidnap you, completely ruining your birthday party. Yalla, what are we waiting for? Let's, Let's go. go. My name is Iran Morad. So I was in the Mossad for, I mean, I was not in the Mossad for 13 years. <laughs> I I'm here to teach Mossad. you Krav Maga. Who are you? My name is Jason Spencer. I'm a state representative uh, in the Georgia General Assembly. That's the House of Representatives. Jason Spencer, a Republican, threatened his former Democratic colleague after she criticized his support. Now here's what I want you to do. Monuments on Facebook. I want you to fast forward all the way to the to end. Because this is an old story. Go, 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 go. I recognize or a man Here we go. with a explosive. We keep going, Kai, actually. Keep going, Kai. You know that you are Have you seen this or no? No. You no, could be in a attention. As well, this discussion. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Good. Right One here. more time. But louder with America. Right here. Good. We say he in says, the Mossad. He I made him take his pants off. Down. Show me the buttocks. No, you haven't no. seen this. Are you kidding? He says, terrorists do not like the buttocks. You must no. attack them with the buttocks. America! Pull down your pants and attack Good. me. One more time. But oh, louder. Go again. I guess okay, you can pause this at America! this point. This guy thinks any publicity is good publicity. I mean, is he that stupid? Really? I mean, well, the level of one, one, the credit goes to Sasha Cohn. I mean, the guy's that good of an actor. That's yeah. number one. Number two is the fact that it tells you he catches people on the left and the right mm -hmm. who are. I mean, he sat down with uh, with uh, uh, Trump. Have you ever seen him with uh, Trump? Put Trump? Ali G. Trump. Trump is actually one of the few guys that's like, I'm not doing this. He, he walked in. And yeah, walked he out. walked oh, in. Yeah. 
Type in Ali G, and I think I, I think he played Ali G. Yes. Ali G Trump. So I got a funny story with this one. Uh, uh, go to uh, one. Uh, go to the one that's one minute forty-four. There you go. This is probably twenty years ago. And how does I call you like? You can call me Donald. For real. Okay. It's Trump in it. But love the rings. He gets it though. So how long has there been businesses? Well, business started from the day one, from early in the. Uh, Go to the, the end of it. Last I'm ten seconds. And also keep your hands warm okay. when when you is eating the ice cream. Okay. Is you win or is you win? Okay. Well, it sounds like a good idea, and I hope you make a lot of money. Good luck, folks. It's been nice seeing you. you <laughs> I'm out of here. Okay. <laughs> is he going to be in on that? Well, it sounds like an interesting. We've got that P Diddy is going to be in it. Good. Smooth so, way yeah, to exit, right. though, right? Yeah, Most did. people just take the mic off and run. So you got to. How gotta, did we get into the Sasha Baron Cohen thing? Where did we go there? Oh, because you said Borat Two is coming out. Yeah. No, 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 no. There was a there was a story prior to that, and we, we, I said, uh, oh, he was interviewing Buzz Aldrin, and he oh, said, Buzz hey, how was it when you landed on the on the sun? On the, on the oh, sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we sun. were talking about the competition between Bezos and Musk about yeah. who's going to land. So going back to the podcast. I do believe Amazon <laughs> is in the good business. I was like, how did we even end <laughs> up Talk here? about a rabbit hole, huh? <laughs> By the way, nowhere on the notes no. did we have Sasha Baron Cohen. We just watched an entire he, season. He found himself here. Okay, so if, if we just talked about Trump, I say we go into the town hall meeting. Let's go into the town hall meeting with Trump. You don't have a lot of notes here. Uh, did you have a chance to watch any of the town hall? Did you watch at least some of the highlights? I watched a little bit of the highlights, and the question that I had was, like, how do you determine who an undecided voter is? How do they determine that? Are you kind of unsure? Because the one clip that we saw of the black lady questioning Trump, and she was like, excuse me, sir, which is like his yeah. famous line, yeah. excuse me, excuse me, she did not seem undecided. Yeah. Interesting enough. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Why would a politician do a town hall meeting? It's suicide. It's the stupidest thing you can do. It is a huge mistake if you're running for office. There is nothing to gain. You're being ambushed by the host. You never. You don't have any idea what the questions are going to be. You can't look yeah. good. The, the TV network that's airing it wants good TV, so they want conflict. You have zero to gain. You have no control, and that's what these guys live for and, and need when you're running for president is control. Yeah, but you have to realize. Think about how many how many street fights have you been in? Not a lot. How many street fights None. have you been in? I'm not street a street fights. fighter. 50, yeah, I've been in a bunch. 50, 100. <laughs> College. Holy crap. There's no way you've been in 50 street fights. No, I think you said 15. 50. Oh. No, no, not 50. No. What kind of psychopath? What's your do you record in them? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you, you went to a private Jewish school probably, and you know you guys got no, some I did not. I went to a drop and got upset <laughs> yeah. and pushed me here. Okay, let's never, just imagine you've got. You if, listen for all my friends out there who go to college. I went to Florida State. You know how drunk people get. Beer, that's keg, not football. Really a street fight. That's, a, that's a drunk fight. That's well, like yeah. You, you have no. You're swinging. If at you're air. asking me if I go to, <laughs> you know, if you're asking me, you say, have you ever seen a frat fight in Florida State? One of yeah, those steroid juice them. monkeys. I have seen it. It's people pretty get intense. Hurt. Yeah. If you're asking me if I go to Fight Club on the weekends, no, I'm not doing like so, underground so street I, I fights. I tell you, so so. How many street fights have you been in? Not that many. I would really? say less than twenty. Yeah, less, less than twenty. That's still <laughs> a lot. Holy <laughs> crap! That's like but one every up, other I year of your life. I grew up with guys who were. Yeah. I grew up with guys that had, you know, would do stupid things. So we got into stupid fights. Yeah, sure. You grew up in L.A. I grew up in Miami. That's there's. Some but what, stuff what going I'm on. saying to you is Minnesota. This. There's not a lot of street Here, fights going here's on. I avoided them. Here's a question for you. Yeah. You go ask George Masvidal and say. Yeah, I don't know why he gets in the ring. You know, you're facing another guy that could totally kill you and all this. Stuff. This is a like, guy is that would I do. go in the backyard of Kimball Slice and get into street fights. Yeah. For Trump, 
He's been doing this his entire life. Yeah. Like town hall for Trump is comfort zone. Yeah. Town hall for Trump is what having a coffee is right. to everyday person. He just wants to go yeah. out there and have it. But I watched it yesterday and they tried to say these are undecided voters. First of all, only one person came across as being undecided voter. George Stephanopoulos? No, he is <laughs> definitely not undecided. Right. I mean, and by the way, it was so funny. While he was going through it, Trump said, well, George, you know what it's like as a Democrat yourself. You know, you're voting Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> and Strong. George That's say a good anything. line, man. I thought it was good when he won that rod and they were talking about it. But there was a couple issues that came up. I'll tell you what things were discussed. Okay, one, they talked about uh, uh, police and what happened with the shooting. So he brought it back and protected the police, you know, and he said the top 10 crime cities are ran by Democrats. George tried to protect them. He says, no, they are ran by Democrats. And then he says African-Americans, 81% of them want more police in America. And George tried to take a different angle again. And then uh, they talked about pre-existing conditions. This lady who was up there, I don't know if you caught this, but as a matter of fact, I think it's important to see this one. If you go pull up Trump Town Hall, there's one of them that I think is important to see. This is the one. Do you have it when she kind of uh, uh, stops him or no? Hi, um, Mr. President, I was considered uninsurable. Fast forward 15 seconds. Automatically eligible for disability for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I chose instead to get a bachelor's degree, okay, a right master's degree, Watch a PhD, this. and become a professor. Props to right. her. It is great, except I still have similar health care problems. It costs me. She's supposed to be undecided, by the way. $7,000 a year in addition to very undecided. The copay and should pre-existing conditions, which Obamacare brought into uh, brought to fruition, be removed. No, without. Please stop and let me finish my question, sir. Pause. Pause right should there. Okay. First of all, what do you mean? Please stop and let me explain. That's supposed to be undecided? Right. Okay, so one, to me, when I watch this in a town hall's outcome is what? What is the outcome of a town hall? To convince undecided voters I, to I vote get, for uh, you, to, right? It's but, a stump for yourself to maybe talk about what you believe and to maybe sway them your, your direction. But, but, it, but the outcome of ABC saying we're putting a town hall meeting with undecided voters. Well, what's that, ABC's intent? Well, no, we oh, know what ABC's okay. intent is. It's what is the purpose of a town hall meeting. It's for the, pre for the candidate or the current president to come and say what? Here's what I think. Here's people. Let them ask you any kind of questions and you address them, right? This didn't look good on ABC yesterday. Here's why. Every single time, like when she would say something and Trump would go into his points, George would interrupt. Literally in every single case, George interrupted Trump every single time. Whether it was, you know, pre-existing conditions you know, uh, uh, called out Obamacare. Obama said you, you'll be able to keep your insurance 28 times, and he lied. Then George stepped in, and he says, well, no, this is what happened. And he said, look what you've done. He says, no, he still hasn't worked, right? Obamacare still hasn't worked. He went back to that part. They talked about, uh, uh, you know, some have called you not presidential. Call, he, he called out the media for being faked in front of George. Again, I think I've done more than any other president has in three and a half years, over 300 new federal judges. He talked about that. Comments you made about our soldiers are suckers. So he said, you know, this lady said, recent comments came about you saying that our soldiers are suckers. She said, that statement was never made by me. Trump has uh, never been a fan of McCain. He talked about McCain. He said, I've never been a fan of McCain. He just said it flat out. He says, I've told McCain in his face I'm not a fan of yours, right? And uh, uh, they made up this quote and made an ad of it. The uh, one who started it was uh, from a friend of Obama. The guy who gave this call was a friend of Obama. And at the end of the day, by the way, if you look at it, the Atlantic story 
about Trump's quote is based on an anonymous story. I don't know if you guys huh. uh, followed this or not. Okay. You know how Trump said. Yeah, he never said that. He There's never no said. It's an anonymous source. So Who would say that? They went back and forth. He talked about Mattis. You know, why is it that you keep uh, having problems with your generals? And he says, look, Obama fired Mattis. Mattis. And George said, Obama never fired Mattis. He says, no, Obama fired Mattis. But he told Mattis you can resign. But I also did the same thing, and he didn't. So, you know, we did the same exact issue. So we fired him. We didn't, it didn't work out. Anyways, and, 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 you know, he went back and forth with a lot of different things. Tim Scott, lady started crying about her mom dying, which was very emotional. That's at the last five minutes. If you haven't seen the last five minutes of the town hall meeting, I highly recommend you go watch it. Then he called out the China virus constantly. And no matter what he said, George was debating Trump. It was never about Trump, President Trump speaking to right. the voter. It was always about George's arguments jumping in. But you said this, but you said that, but you said, everything was yeah. but, ambush. but, but, it's but. He ambush. was ambushed. Yeah, yeah. It didn't look it on ABC. No, and that's totally his intent. And it's to keep the person you're interviewing or who's supposed to have an open forum from actually completing a, a thought. And so it's, you got to give Trump credit. I mean, he does have guts to do this, to go to a, uh, a town hall meeting like this to do interviews with Bob Woodward and let him write a book. Could you see Joe Biden going on Fox News for a time? Maybe, ha maybe he has and I missed it. But, I mean, doing a, a one-hour town hall. Here's the other takeaway from this. How stupid is it for the people in the stand or in the audience to have the masks on? Everybody was tested. Nobody in that room has coronavirus, right? Why are they wearing the masks? I mean, I think it just brings out more fear you know, to people watching this, that we're out of control with this thing, that it's not getting better. How is that going to prevent? They're socially distancing. Nobody's near anybody. There's no way any cameraman, any technician, anybody in that room <laughs> tested positive. It's just, so why did it it's just optics. They want to show that there's people wearing masks. They don't want even to have open themselves up for any drama. The mask, the mask, it's just better safe than sorry. Back to George Stephanopoulos. Is anyone shocked that? Not at all. Okay. No, I'm is not that, shocked at is all. Is anyone shocked that he's you know, more pro-Democrat? No. So Trump must have known what he's getting himself I, into. I think he 100% knew. Right. Yeah, he Trump wasn't like, where's this coming from? Yeah. We know. We understand what George is. We understand there, there was probably some rules set up in, up front. Hey, this is what George is going to ask. But this is, I mean, this is one thing that you always say that you respect about Trump. He ain't scared, man. He's going to get in the ring with whoever it is, invite the questions. Yeah. He'll deal with whatever. He'll sit down with the Chris Wallaces of the world. By the way, Chris Wallace, who's of Fox News, was a tougher interview than George Stephanopoulos. Not that that was an interview. It was a town hall debate. Trump, Trump will get in the ring with anyone, kind of like what, what well, you said well, initially. What you just said right there, Wallace is representing Fox, and Wallace pushed Trump, meaning Wallace is representing a brand who's on the right, and they mm -hmm. push Trump. But – George tonight is going to tell you everything about how the town hall meeting goes with Biden. So meaning if George calls out Biden on every single thing he said, because there was not one statement made by George last night that defended Trump's position, not a single one. All George has to do is make one defend one uh, statement tonight that defense Biden tells you where this is. So if somebody's watching and you're undecided, credibility for me doesn't go up when I watch something like this, when somebody is purely on one side and you're defending everybody else except for Trump. So it didn't look good on George, and I think it looked great on Trump. And Trump is, and by the way, every single comedian, every single late night, every single, everybody you talk to, oh, Trump looked bad, Trump looked bad, Trump looked bad. Every single person that you watch, what they say, disastrous, all this other stuff. Uh, I thought he looked impressive. 
Uh, I couldn't believe that he didn't lose his cool once. Not once did he lose his cool. When I, he was interrupted so many times, not one time did he lose his cool. He just stayed poised yeah. the entire time. I mean, you watch these things, you know what you're getting, right? He's going to be ambushed. Stephanopoulos has his way of doing things. I mean, that's why I don't even watch him, because there's no suspense for me. You know, maybe the one thing you get out of it is that Trump really did handle himself, and maybe that will sway some voters that think, Maybe he's not as bad as yeah. people make him out to be. Plus, I think these guys want to hate him so bad. And when they get in the room with him and he's a little bit engaging, I think it's harder to hate him when you're face-to-face. And they still want to attack and, and go after it. But they've all, a lot of these people have known Trump personally for many, many years when he was just a celebrity. And now they are in this situation where they have to hate him because of, of how they perceive him and what the, the package that they're trying to sell to America. But, man, I, I don't like to watch those things because I don't think they're fair. I think they're rigged, and I, I don't think you're going to get a true true um, outcome of what a town hall meeting should be. You, in, in the world of politics, have you ever had somebody in politics that's been the closest thing to hate that you've had? Anybody you said, I just, I can't stand this person. Ted Cruz's face. Ted Cruz. Is not, that not, yours? Not Ted Cruz not, himself. Not face. I'm not talking about just face. Just his face. I'm it's talking about when somebody talks, you say, you are just an absolute, you know, don't trust a single word that comes out of your mouth. I can't stand this person. Is there anybody you have like that? Hmm, who's the current president? Would it be States? Trump? Yeah. At some, Is at that for points. you? At certain points, would you say that's at the beginning you? of his presidency? Who's it for you? I, I, I would go Bernie Sanders just because I'm afraid of him. I'm afraid okay. of if he actually Tom, had power. Don't be what scared, would happen. baby. Don't be scared. Okay, so I would tell you. I, uh, can I say one thing? Yeah. Trump, for me, as someone in 2016 that was like, dude, this guy is no bueno, yeah. is a lot more palatable now than was he was in 2016. Okay. 2016, I mean, he was a maniac at some point. I mean, the lies were well, plus out of you, control. You, you, you couldn't look at him as a politician back then because he wasn't one. Now you've got four he's years He's a little more palatable now, especially now that we're starting to see some of the different policies that he's enacted. There's certain things like, for instance, how tough he is on China. I respect that. Cool. Back then it was just well, throwing he, the middle finger up to everybody. On, he's been tough on China way before he was a president. But I'm saying policy now. That was... Words. So what you're saying is you are considering a Trump vote. You are considering. <laughs> there's a, there's a, I would have said there was a hundred percent chance. No. Yeah. Now it's 99.9. He's growing <laughs> okay. on me. All right. So you're still in the same community, but yeah. I, I will tell you this. So for me, when it comes down to like dislike, I watch every Obama interview he did late night. I just like the guy. I tell you, I, I watch Obama. Like I just like this yeah. guy. I watched Bill Clinton on Arsenio Hall, how he conducted himself on these interviews. You, you just like the guy when he does the you know, saxophone. saxophone. You, you, know, you watch him with these different interviews he did, you like the guy, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you, you watched uh, uh, George Bush. If you watch George Bush's old interview that he did, I think it was with Letterman, you're going to like him. H.W. Bush? No, no, w? no, no, W. w. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're going to yeah. like him, right? You watch Reagan. I don't care who you are. You're going to like Reagan. The guy was a comedian. He could have done stand-up comedy if you wanted to instead of going into politics. Yeah, his timing. Was yeah, his comedy. timing was phenomenal. You, 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 there's one person that if you watch is just extremely annoying and difficult to watch. It's one person, and that's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so for, for me... When I sit here and I'm looking at these candidates and I'm looking mm -hmm. at yeah. Biden, you look at Biden. You look, I'm, by the way, Sanders, I like Sanders more than I like Biden because yeah. Sanders stands up for something. Biden is just a pure people tell him what to do and he's going out there and he's delivering the message. Sanders is Sanders. If Bernie's afraid, got a spine. Biden doesn't know. No, no way in the world. He's the just times. a prop. But, you know, again, I think he Trump won yesterday. 
because he stood his ground. He didn't get upset. He showed that he's emotionally able to control all the shots that are coming that way. And if there was anybody that was undecided that was watching it, I think they got a good argument to be voting for him in 2020. You know what would be an interesting um, stat? I don't know if something that we can find. Obviously, Trump's approval ratings right now are hovering somewhere in the low 40s, give or take the day or what he says or what he tweets. I would love to find what his likability or approval ratings pre-running for office. Go to 2010. Go to go to Apprentice. Was it 60 percent? Was it 80 percent? What percent? Well, that would be a Q rating back then. It wouldn't yeah. be his approval rating. He had one of the highest yeah. Q ratings yeah. before okay, running for Q office. Rating. What's yeah. a Q rating? What is that? He had one of the highest ones. Everybody wanted Trump on the on the. Let's product. find that rating. I want to know what that you, is. You mean you pull up Q rating back in 2010? Trump's history of Q rating. Unless if it's been adjusted, it's got to be a site that actually shows uh, how popular is Donald Trump presidential. Okay, Kai, you'll look for that while we'll continue. You know, here. when you mention Hillary, how much you know she just you can't and stand her. By the way, let me just answer the question to him here. Mm-hmm. The best way to tell what his Q rating was is one way: TV how ratings. many seasons did The Apprentice run? Fifteen years. Yeah. What is Kim Kardashian's Q rating? 20. Who cares? How many seasons did their show last? Twenty seasons. That tells you mm-hmm. if I can sell advertisers to put commercials on keeping up with Kardashians, mm-hmm. if I can sell advertisers to keep uh, putting shows on The Apprentice, that means you're selling. That's Trump. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay, Hillary, and your distaste for her. Did you hear the Howard Stern interview with her when he was on Howard Stern? Yes. Or she was on? yes. D- did you have a different opinion after listening I to think that? She opened up a little oh, bit totally. more and she was a little bit I, more likable. I mean, I liked her after yeah. hearing that. I mean, for that hour and a half, I liked her. Tom, I mean, you liked Hillary Clinton? I, I liked her on that interview. I thought she wow. was human. I thought she was normal. I thought she wasn't a pre programmed robot. I thought that was very refreshing. Well, she she's needed got to do that to now. five years ago. Yeah. She needed to do to that now. 10 years ago when she was running, not 10 years ago. Yeah. When she was running it with uh, Obama, yeah. that's when she needed to do yeah, that. But she, she was always this pompous, passive-aggressive, better than you, I'm a lead. Do you realize who I am? I'm a queen. She was like that, and, you know, she didn't relate to the people. I think people still like Trump more than they liked. Uh, it's not yeah. even close well, on the levels of And his of approval rating is always going to yeah. be low because there's more Democrats in this country. But can you pull up the 538, Kai? Pull up the 538 side. I don't know if you guys have looked at this lately or not. This 538 side is kind of... Talking about the direction of, uh, uh, let's go from the top, Biden is favored to win the election. Okay, as of today, Biden is favored to win the election. By the way, if you guys can comment below, who do you think's winning? Okay, who do you think is winning? Can you comment below and say who you think is winning the election? Comment below between the two. Uh, if you go a little lower, I think the one thing that was pretty interesting, so this one says what? Biden is favored to win the election. We simulate 75%. the election 40,000 times to see who wins it most often. The sample of 100 uh, outcomes below gives you a good idea of the range of scenarios of models uh, think it's possible. 24 in 100 models, Trump wow. wins. 76 in 100, Biden wins. Every outcome in our simulation, if you can go up a little bit, all possible electoral electoral candidates with higher bars showing outcomes that appeared more than in 40,000 simulations. Trump wins, okay, uh, Biden wins, go to the next one. There's a few, this is the one, this is the main one to be thinking about. What states are no matter what voting Trump and what states are no matter what voting Biden? Go a little higher, go a little higher so we can see all of them. So far, far right is what? Nebraska 3rd District, yes? Is that the far right yes. that no matter what it's red? Bottom it's D.C., look at it. Go, go on the Nebraska one. Nebraska 72.5% are going to vote for Trump. 25% for Biden. 
Go on the uh, far left one, D.C. Look at this one. D.C. is only 5.7% Trump, 91% forecasted yeah. to vote for Biden. Okay. Then you go into the middle states. By the way, even Texas is barely in there. Go to Texas. They don't have Texas as red. Texas is 51 for Biden, 47-6. You go to middle blue. So Ohio, Ohio, they're having who? Go to Ohio. Ohio is going to be, this one matters. Yeah. They're putting Trump with Ohio. North Carolina. Go to Florida. Close. Yeah, I know. Go to the next one. Florida. You think Biden's going to take Florida? I think we'll find out in February. <laughs> well, you think that long? Uh, you think it's going to be 60 days? Probably. Go to, go to the next one. Nebraska is it second district. What's that one right there? Nebraska, second district, Biden, go to Arizona. Everybody thinks Arizona's a red state. It's not. Huh. Could keep going. We're probably getting 80% Trump, 20% Biden. See, with all the people moving to Arizona from California, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be blue. Go a little lower to say what states are going to determine the whole thing. Go lower. Trump, lower. Trump, go lower. Trump. No, no, Kaya, go lower. Like, go lower. Meaning, go lower on the site. Yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. What does it say here? Trump, popular vote, 13 and 100. Biden wins a popular vote, 87. Trump wins a more than 50%. Go even lower to the last one to talk about the states. Here you go. Carolina, Ohio, Florida, Iowa, Arizona, Georgia, Texas, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. These are the states with the closest races. Okay? Go to that one tipping point. Pennsylvania, Florida, Wisconsin, North Carolina, Arizona, Michigan, Nevada, Minnesota, Colorado. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting what happens over there. I know the debate's happening one next week. By the way, we're watching the debate live. Uh, uh, we're going to be watching the debate live here. I think it's on the 29th. Is it 29th evening? We'll be watching the debate and uh, commenting Tuesday. on it. You know, so, the one thing with Florida, you know, sure. being really, really close. And Michael Bloomberg just put $100 million into Florida. We talked about that the other day. And you wonder how much of a difference that can make. $100 million is a lot of TV commercials. You bombard people with that type of negativity, you know, for 40 straight days. You wonder if something like that can make a difference, right? Because people do watch TV. They are susceptible to those types of messages. I tell you, I'm sticking to the same thing. If $900 million of Bloomberg's money only got him 58 delegates, $100 million spent in Florida is not going to get Biden nothing. If you are not an exciting candidate, that's going to win people you over. You don't have, for $100 million, all you have to do is move the needle from 49% to 50% to 51%. It's not like you need to go from 40 to 60%. So $100 million might buy you 5,000 votes, 10,000 votes, 25,000 votes. The needle doesn't have to be moved that far. That's like saying, hey, he's going to spend $100 million in California to flip it red. Okay, cool. Good luck with that. You know, on the other side yeah, of the coin. Yeah, of course. Of course. But on, on con there's a reason he's doing it in Florida. Because it's very a movable state. It's a very purple state that can be swayed one way or another. Sounds good. Let's talk about what this accountant has to say. <laughs> All right, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, good call there, buddy. <laughs> we will see what happens there. Okay, so check this out. Pull up the side on Market Watch. Uh, one San Francisco accountant finishes every client conversation with a discussion about what a Biden administration could mean for portfolios. Okay, so very simple. At the end of his meeting with his clients, go a little lower. One San Francisco accountant finishes every meeting with conversation about Biden administration. San Francisco accountant Scott Hope had a client who was planning to stretch the sale of founder shares in a tech sector company over a three-year period. Instead, the client compressed the installment sale into one-shot transaction this month, meaning you have $10 million and you're asking to sell the shares over three years. You get $3.3 .3 every year. Why? Because you don't want to pay that many taxes, that much in taxes this year. 
Instead, the accountant advised him to do it in one month. What, what excel, accelerated this deal? The 2020 presidential race. Assuming all else was equal, that was the driver of the choice, said Hope. He's the accountant, principal of the accounting firm Y Blue. Right now, Hope's clients worth between 10 or $20 million will be taxed on capital gains at a rate of 23.8%. If Democratic candidate Joe Biden beats Trump and Democrats retain the House of Representatives and flip the state, flip the Senate, that client could have potentially been staring at a 39.6% tax rate in two out of the installment sales three years. The compressed transaction then could have saved the client approximately $320,000 in taxes on the $6 million sale. The seller for sure was motivated and the buyer had the wherewithal to pay the full price up front. So you go down and you read this and you're looking at numbers and interest rates. This is not a political site, by the way. If you look at this right here, election days eight weeks away and a massive expected mail-in ballots could uh, prolong the wait for final result with many states not beginning to count absentee votes till the polls ch- uh, close. Though polling average in swing states currently give Biden an edge over President Trump and he's held a steady lead in national polls for most of the year, polls indicate right up until election day, November 20th, that Hillary Clinton would, would have beat uh, Trump. So you see something like this here. For some of you guys that are listening to this, I mean, the one question you have to ask when you're sitting down with your accountant today is, what am I looking at with Trump getting elected? What am I looking at with Biden getting elected? I mean, every the, the first thing I do is I send an email. I say, listen, send me a breakdown. If I need to know both of these things here. Mm. What does Biden look like? What does Trump look like? Everybody listening to this should be doing this. Whether you're making 60 grand a year yeah. or a million dollar a year. What are your thoughts about this account here? Okay, are people going to change who they're going to vote for because of that? You'd think they might, especially rich people, especially people in Silicon Valley. I mean, are they still anti-Trump but knowing you know what a difference it's going to make in their finances? You know, when I was researching this story, you know, raising taxes is all about generating revenue for, for the country. You know where they're missing out? Hmm. Tax collection. Um, I saw this, that the IRS audited 1.73 million returns, almost 1% of all returns in 2010. But they've had, to, they've had to let go a lot of IRS employees. So they're auditing far, far fewer tax returns. Um, 770,000. So a million fewer taxes, tax returns were audited in 2019. One, one, uh, Obama's former campaign advisor, Lawrence Summers, said if they went back to the previous levels, they would generate $535 billion mm. in tax revenue if they were to audit more people, which is kind of scary, isn't it? Let's not give the IRS any more incentive here. But it, it's, it's, it, that, that I find really interesting. Um, people do have big decisions to make when it comes to this. What, do they lean one way or another when you ask them, when you, when you send that email, or is it all data for them? Well, I asked Adam the same question. Adam said, uh, he says, hey, if I was selling a company, I'd probably vote for Trump, but I'm not. So meaning, how many people are going through that process right now? How, many, how big is that community really that's going to want to make the difference? How many people are selling shares right now? How many people are selling founder shares right now? What's a lot? Is it 10 million or is it 500,000? You know, is it uh, a million? That, that's the number that you look at. And how many of those are w- really willing to flip to go to the other side? Are they willing to flip and vote for Trump? Are they willing to? And ha- by the way, you know what's half the battle why people don't want to vote for Trump or Biden? You know what it is? If you, what is it? If somebody asks, if somebody Personal? is, if somebody asks Adam in Miami, who'd you vote for? He can't say Trump. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can. No, you can't. What are you crazy? Adam, you can't say that. Bro. Half of my best friends in Miami but voted for Trump. But you can't say that. What do you? Are, well, I, can California, I not respond? You can't. Adam, what have. do you mean? Are you? If you said that, you may be ousted out of the, the nightlife community. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you they would Adam, retire your jersey. Adam, you wouldn't get a retirement we tour. We love you. You've been in all the clubs. Sorry, we can't have you in the nightlife anymore. I'm sorry. Do, you, don't, you think, you. don't you think half the club owners in Miami are capitalists and vote for Trump? It's a very known thing. Yeah, but for you, it'd be a very difficult thing Are for you to do. Are you putting words in my mouth I, right I now? I think it'd be a very difficult thing for well, you to do. Well, you could use that analogy with me because it's true. You can't admit that you would vote for Trump in California. You just can't. You couldn't do you're it. You're outed right now, Tom. You're out. They're, they're, they're watching I, the I show. They got their eyes on you. Tom, you're not allowed to go back to California. It's over. By the way, Ben but Shapiro. But that's a scary thing, by ben the way. Ben Shapiro. Your, your cousin, Ben Shapiro. Yes, Manishma. My, my <laughs> Ben, ben yes. Shapiro from Daily Wire yes. announced that they are leaving California. He blames terrible governance. And they're moving to Nashville, Tennessee, mm -hmm. out of all the places. By the yes. way, if you know, Nashville, Tennessee is the best place to live in Taxes. Yes. As far as taxes go, it's, the, <laughs> it's number one amongst taxes. You ever been to Nashville? Tennessee. I. You, you being serious or sarcastic? I mean, I just set you up for a good story. I no, mean, no. yeah, I know you've been to Nashville. I've been to Nashville God knows how many times. I've, I, you've been yeah. to Nashville, Tom? Uh, I've been, yeah. I haven't stayed there a you long time. You didn't sell me I've, on that, Tom. Well, Did you been, you been or you're not, not been? I've been Nashville. there, but if I'm there, it's not like I'm like running around, you know, the country music you're not bars. Hit, you're or not anything. hitting the scene? Yeah. We've been over and over again. We've been asked over and over again when we would leave California. The answer is now. See you, Nashville, gang. Boom. Yeah, 75 employees. It's a lot. Going good for him. Good for him to move to Nashville. So is anybody surprised by this move? I'm, uh, not, I'm not surprised at all. Are you? So, so it's not about being surprised or not. The two big mouths, if you think mouthpieces in California, one of them who has the most views on Facebook is Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is everywhere, by the way, on Facebook. And the other one is Rogan. on YouTube, Rogan. Yeah. They both left California. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised he left at all. Yeah. I'm surprised he went to Nashville. I guess I wasn't thinking yeah. that. I would automatically think Texas. I would think other places. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think Nashville for— Good for him, though. Yeah. Good for and him. he said most of his employees are 100% with him. Excited about it, yeah. And boy, did he trash California in his in his little speech that he he gave for why he was leaving. And I think he's selling stock on California. If you were to ask him the question, we had yeah, the other that's right. Other You're, buying, that's right. You're buying, You're buying though. <laughs> so one little opinion. Obviously, he's moving for taxes, but there's other reasons. Obviously, he's an Orthodox Jew. Yeah, he is. Ben. So there's a big Jewish community in Tennessee. I found that. Well, out, I mean, so. he says his kids aren't even safe to go outside. He says if they walk around the block, they will walk into a needle. That's it really will extreme, don't you think? How often are your kids are stepping on needles? Well, I mean, you live they, in California. Yeah, I live how in California. Often are your but kids I, I live on in an area of LA where maybe we're lucky that there's not that many. You needles. You don't think he lives in a nice area? Yeah, he does, but but there, there's still a possibility. I mean, Brentwood is nice. There's homeless all over Brentwood. You could step on a needle there very, very easily, very easily. So you I'm ever sure. stepped on a needle? I've seen them. Haven't stepped on them, luckily. And I've never stepped yeah. on a needle. I've lived, you know. Some, well, that's some good to hear. Places. It's a great yeah. accomplishment. To I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a peak. guys. If you it's guys a, can send some uh, cookie emojis on, I think it's very important for us to uh, give some. We're love at one point seven thousand listeners uh, tuning in right now. Give a thumbs up. Let us know if you've ever stepped on a needle. That's something that uh, apparently is happening all the time these days. Pat, you're going to go to California. The next I'm going to be in California in the next few days. Uh, I think we fly tomorrow. We'll yeah. be in California tomorrow. Yeah. For a couple of days, and we're planning on visiting a couple of places. Great. You know, ben, ben Shapiro said in his tape, too, that there is not one bridge overpass where it's not an encampment underneath. So that'll be another thing you notice. And then the garbage, man, the, the mess that is created yeah. by that is just intense. We got a lot of people. Uh, I asked them where they're from. Do you want, we want to give some shout-outs to... Hey, Young or, Cook 17, thank you for that cookie. I mean, you got a very, very yeah. kind of you, Young Cook, to, for, to sending that cookie emoji. You're, you're a sweetheart. 
Adam, that was for you, by the way, just so you know. That. I don't that's, know what uh, they got. That's nice people right there. Okay, so murder rates have soared Jesus. while rape has declined, apparently. This is based on FBI data. Nationally, the murder rate has increased 14.8%, the largest increase of 26% in cities with a population of 250,000 to 500,000. Arson rates increased about 19% with a surge of 52% in cities with more than 1 million residents. Wow, a surge of 52% in cities with 1 million residents. Incidents of rape fell almost 18% over the six months, which property crime, while property crime and burglary rates each fell almost 8% and robberies declined about 7%. Violent crimes fell nearly 5% in the Northeast, the most of any region in the country. What year? 2019? This is right now. Okay. Yes, this is right now. Why are murder rates uh, 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 soaring and why is everything else declining? Okay, lawlessness for one thing for the murder rates, uh, you know, this is a... You know, people think they can get away with things, guns, the whole thing. I'm surprised the rapes have dropped. I'm, I don't know why. Was there a, re- a reason for that? I don't, I don't have a theory on that. I have a theory on that. You are in lockdown. You're not working. You're not out. No one's seeing you. So, you know, if you're not out and you're not being seen, the, the ability when your traffic is fewer people going out, yeah. you're not going to have as many rapes as, okay. like, like it says, burglary rates, ha- rates have dropped. Yes, why? Because people are home. I yeah. can't come and rob you if you're at home. Right. So. That, that the only reason to leave low. a house is to murder someone, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no rape going but on. Murder rates are higher. Yeah, and the reason why murder rates could be higher is because there's more protesting. There's more rioting. So there's more, mm-hmm. you know, feud going on for that to take place. And there's definitely more anger. arson there's yeah. because of the riots. There's more anger in the streets, more fervor in the streets, not as much sexy time going on in the streets, to put it lightly. Yeah, well, I, it is what it is. What we could do is, can, can we go to uh, uh, Joe Biden's video? It's very, very important. It's a hot music video, video, this is a, a, yeah. Brace yourselves, ladies you, and gentlemen. You know, this is the next you Travis know, Scott. you know, you have taste when you know the what song to play for what audience. Make it bigger. Where is he, Kai, by the can way? you pause it, please? Can you pause it? Pause it because I want them to hear the seventeen thousand people in the audience when they're clapping. Go all the way back. Go all the way back so they can hear the clapping sounds. Go ahead. Listen. Raise the audio. Wow. Seventeen thousand people. <laughs> Quite an ovation. <laughs> Listen to this. I just have one thing to say. Raise the audio, Kai, a little bit. 10%. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Seriously. God, he's so in love with he's that. Trying to win that the audience. He thinks he's just Joe Cool. I'll tell you about that. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If I had the talent of any one of these people, I'd be... I'd be Elected president by acclamation. I mean, no, nothing states. <laughs> thank you so much. I think people thank you. Thank in you, general are you. stupid than something and, like uh, this that we would fall for it. But 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 then Trump twe- retweets this out. Okay, this is the best part about this guy, man. I mean, listen, what president would have the audacity to retweet this out? Raise the audio and play this one. I just have one thing to say. Watch this. That's <laughs> what happens when you got a great marketing team. Fuck the police coming straight from the I tell you what, if I had the talent of any one of these people, I'd be, I'll tell you I'd what. be elected president by acclamation. I just have. You realize Trump retweeted that twice. You think he hesitated on the button? Should I do it? Should I, I do actually it? don't no. think. I think no. he no intentionally hesitation. knew what he was doing and he retweeted it. 
No hesitation. I, it's funny. I mean, that that spoof is funny. The original, not funny. It just goes to show how stupid <laughs> they think the people voting for them are. But look at how many people like this. It's not even this. Original. It's the views. It's the views. It's 1.9 million views versus 5.4 million views. <laughs> so maybe this pasito may be good for YouTube. Yeah. But it's not as good as, uh, you know, is that that's Ice Cube, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. yeah it's it Ice Cube's, you, you know. That so. was NWA back in the yeah, day. By the way, you know what I was watching last night? What were we watching? What do you think I was watching last night? Uh, Cuties? Straight out of Compton. Uh, straight out of Compton. Out Crazy of Compton. mother name, PBD. Did you watch Straight Out of Compton? Yes, I did. Okay. Did, did you guys watch Straight yeah. Out of Compton? Yeah. Yes, have you watched? Yeah, I thought it was easy. I mean, yeah. I thought it was a well-made movie. You look like you watch it a few times. You look like the kind of guy that would. <laughs> yeah. well, that right? ain't what like Tom's it's a family right. movie. Yeah. Like all the wife and the kid. It. Tom is a great, nice family man. He's yeah. a nice man, Minnesota. He ain't gangbanging. He ain't getting e in street I think fights. Man. Every <laughs> single entrepreneur has to watch Straight Outta Compton. Wow. I Let's think, ask the audience. Guys, I'm have telling, you seen I'm telling you, Straight Outta Compton? You have Pat's to asking. watch Straight Outta PBD Compton. Is if asking. you're running a business, you got to watch Straight Outta Compton. There's Crazy so mother. many messages in it. Who's your uh, favorite uh, character in NWA, Straight Outta Compton? I mean, it's got to be Ice Cube's son. I think he... Uh, uh, I, so I like Ice Cube? Him. Yeah, Ice Cube to me, uh, uh, the story. You mean you mean character in real life or the movie? The way both, the acting... Both. I, I mean, who... Both. Not necessarily how they did their acting job. Eric, I mean, you know, Easy, Easy E, e is, is, uh, is, uh, is probably going to meet a guy. What about Dr. Dre? Dre was good. Think I liked about Easy who e. was in that group. I yeah. like the character that played Easy e. I, It made yeah. him likable. You, yeah. you think of him just as thugs and gangsters, but, man, they yeah. were business, business So man. So, man, so, just, I, so I got to tell you the story. Dre, so my, my parents Cube, are wow. divorced. I see my dad once, a week, uh, once every other week. He would come and park the car at Virgil's. This is uh, in the hardware store. Mid nineties. This is, is this? early nineties. This is early nineties. Uh, okay. And I had just come to the states from uh, Germany, refugee camp, and he picked me up in Glendale. And one day I said, the, you know, I said, Dad, I wanna, I want you to buy me a tape. He says, What's that? I said, Let's go to the warehouse. I want you to buy me a tape. So he takes me to the warehouse in Van Nuys. So I go and buy this tape. He says, What are you buying? I said, It's just a new song. Like it's not a big deal. So it was three forty nine back in the days when you buy it single. So I bought this tape, and he says, Why don't you play it? So that's okay, Dad. I don't need to play it. He said, no, no, put it in there. I said, Dad, it's not a big deal. You know, this is a traditional Assyrian guy. Yeah. He says, I paid for it. I want to listen to what I bought. <laughs> I said, you don't need to listen to it. So he finally says, just put it in there. So I put it in there. Calm. You know how it starts. Calm <laughs> Yeah. Calm And then it yeah. goes into the real mutton. And my dad says, yeah, no. He turned around, did a U-turn. He says, return the tape. I he gave did. it to him. He, he, he didn't pull a Biden. Now, let me no. tell you something. Your dad is a real mother. He G. really is, though. He's I mean, a real mother. I tell you, G. today's dad. Uh, here's, the, here's the issue, yeah. though. If Dylan were to ask my dad, <laughs> his grandpa, to take him to warehouse to buy the today's version yeah. of real, you know, G's by ECE, yeah. my dad would have gladly taken it. Yeah. That's changed a little cool bit. Cool grandpa, right? He's a cool grandpa yeah. today, well, but he was a straight Dilly's, dad. Uh, Dilly's yeah. got those, you know. Dilly's he, got he, it. He's got that swag. Hey, Dilly's Dilly's got do you think these politicians, when they clearly pander like that to try to act like they're hip or that they're into this, does it ever work? I mean, I remember George Bush back in the day, right? Someone asked him what he thought about Madonna music. They tried to do the same yeah. thing at an event when he was campaigning. He goes, I'm not into pop music. And then the best one was when Al Gore went up to Courtney Love and said, I'm a big fan. And she goes, oh, yeah, name one song. And he couldn't, right? So oh. it will. It can expose you for sure. It exposed yeah. him. He looked like an idiot. Yeah. I, like I remember when Obama sang that one song for uh, his wife, uh, 
love song. Love song. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he crushed it, by the way. Yeah, yeah but that, that, that's dude. But he's smooth. But he's, yeah, good. he's a salesman. Yeah. He could do it. He can totally mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. By the way, we're just under 2,000 listeners. Thank you, guys. Uh, I, I saw that when I asked you to hit that like button. You liked it. So hey, smash Pat, that like button. Pat, you're did at you it. see the second time that Trump retweeted that? He put a tag on there that said, China is drooling. They can't believe this. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I actually did see that. Yeah. I actually, he, he retweeted it twice. Yeah. I saw that. But what do, what do you think he's saying? He's, oh, he's saying, saying they, they can't, can't wait, wait for to him have to him get elected right. because they're going to get everything yeah. he wants. Yeah. Joe Biden, just stick to the stick Adam's to, candidate. Stick to the, stick to the script, buddy. Oh, by the Stop way, singing listen, Justin Bieber. listen. Just focus if, on if your If you job, follow guy. Adam, can you guys do us a favor and send Adam a nice little Joe Biden poster so he can put it on his office and – Yes. You know, and but what's on your uh, uh, what's on your uh, wall on your phone? Is it Joe Biden's picture on there? Can you can you show us the? I took Joe Biden down and I put up. Uh, Who do you have the on there? This is uh, Earth. what a nice picture of Earth. Yeah, Earth. Isn't that a? Because I'm an Earthling and I love Earthlings. Of Earth. Send me a send me a picture at Saz Talks Money and uh, let's see what you got. I, I'm Joe trying Biden. to see what topic we go to next. Do we hit up Ray Dalio? Do let's we go to biz. McDonald's? Travis Scott. Interest rates, Travis you want to do Travis Scott? Okay, McDonald's selling out of burgers due to massive popularity of Travis Scott's meal. Controlling supply strategy McDonald's uses to prevent shortages. It did so uh, when meat processing plants were closed earlier this year. However, this is the first time during the pandemic that McDonald's has actually run out of ingredients and a shortage sparked by massive demand and not pandemic-related supply chain disruptions. The shortages are remarkably because the meal is made up of McDonald's classics, a quarter pounder with cheese, fries, and with barbecue sauce and Sprite. We're working closely with our suppliers, distributors, and franchisees to resupply impacted restaurants as quickly as possible. How does McDonald's run out of supply? (laughs) Is Travis Scott that big of a deal, Adam? Let me tell you something. Other than Drake, in my opinion, Travis Scott is the number one rapper on the planet right now. He's causing McDonald's to run out of burgers. You know the last time that McDonald's had a celebrity person like this that they were endorsing? A celebrity meal? You know the last person? The Hamburglar? The, the Hamburglar? Good call. The last person to have a celebrity meal on McDonald's Michael menu. Jordan. <clears throat> Boom. Michael Jordan. Shout out to Tom Zenner for again that. 1992. McDonald's has not partnered up with a celebrity since 1992 to do this. People are going in full but, on. But the story is a great story. How it happened. Why don't you tell us the story of how it happened? He goes Scott. into McDonald's. Yeah. Tell us. I don't know how he got oh, into you, you well, guys he, were talking wait, about he, it he yesterday. He kind of goes I, in there and, he, and he, he has this meal named after him, which I was anxious to find out what it is. It's a quarter pounder. It's a Sprite and it's fries. It's nothing fancy. But the, you're saying how the meal ended up naming after him or just like he went to McDonald's the other day and people were going crazy. People were going crazy. People were going crazy. Yes. To, to use a Travis Scott song, people were in complete sicko mode. That's the number one song, yeah. you know. They got goosebumps every time he comes around. You know, I and could see I could see how they could cause shortages, though, because, look, I mean, it's six bucks. That's what the meal is. That's cheap. I mean, once you know that if you're a Travis Scott fan, six bucks, anybody yeah, can afford that. Yeah, but if this business model can... works so good, why has McDonald's waited 28 years to do this? I think they got lucky. I think this one why they have kind they of stumbled into long? it. I mean, but, but, but Travis Scott is not the biggest thing. Why hasn't The Rock done a deal with them? Why, why hasn't Kevin Hart done a deal with them? Why hasn't Drake done a deal with them? Why hasn't Kanye done a deal with them? Why haven't a lot? Why hasn't LeBron done a deal with them? Well, maybe LeBron would think the brand is beneath. I mean, maybe some celebrities. I don't think gone. so. Yeah. I don't think so. No, I mean, listen, LeBron. If you offer him two and a half million dollars, he's going to say, "Hey, I'll consider that." 
I mean, McDonald's is not going to come up with a little number. McDonald's going to give you a few million dollars. You better believe Travis Scott got a big check with McDonald's I'll collaboration. Tell you, I'll tell you what, I don't, you know, there's something about Travis Scott. He's not out there in the public like how The Rock is out there. Listen to me, man. And he's not out there how Kevin Hart is out. He doesn't do a lot of things. He does his music. Got it. He does his thing. So now he's doing his McDonald's thing. People are like, what the hell's going on here, Travis? He, I know that you're not a fan of his music. The guy is completely... He made It's Lit popular. That's great. That was him. Good. And and, and, and his girl is apparently a billionaire. His right? girl is Kylie Jenner. Ain't yeah. so bad. I mean, I think that's how a lot of right. people associate him, as Kylie Jenner. No, 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 no. No, a lot of he people was do. Our, no, I'm not saying guy, he's not legit. Someone like you would be like, oh, it's Kylie Jenner's husband. That's his guy. Travis Scott was a known commodity before he started banging uh, but, Kylie Jenner. But see, I knew enough to know that they were never married. So, not technically okay. her husband. Okay, so all right, that's exciting. But stuff. six so bucks. I don't know if anybody, is, love, is anybody going to go to McDonald's because of Travis Scott and buy that combo. Yes, a please lot of weigh, will. weigh in uh, if you guys are feeling or not feeling Travis Scott in the comments. We'll see who's out there. Uh, FedEx on Tuesday after the closing bell, FedEx reported earnings result with its fiscal year 2021 Q1 earnings release on the top line revenue of 19.3 billion dollars exceeding expectations of 7.55 on a bottom line adjusted earnings per share of 4.87 exceeding expectations of 2.69 per share under release CEO Frederick W. Smith stated our earnings growth underscores the importance of our business initiatives and investments over the last several years and in many ways the world has accelerated to meet our strategies I would like to thank our team members for whose efforts etc etc so why is FedEx having such a great quarter I have no idea because offices were empty right all year no one's in offices I have no idea how they did this unless they started distributing podcasts I'm not sure really I mean this surprises me I would uh, much more expect them to say earnings were down why Adam people are shipping stuff like crazy yeah what do you mean so is it just like uh, shopping well you got to realize first of all remember when when uh, the pandemic happened Amazon announced they're hiring 100,000 people do you remember that or no the moment it happened we're hiring 100,000 people guess what Amazon announced another round that they're hiring another 100,000 people why would they be hiring 100,000 people because shipping is at an all-time high because people are ordering non-stop you see all these companies that became you know, massively bigger than they were before multi-trillion dollar, Amazon became a $2 trillion company because they're shipping stuff. So I'm not surprised by it. People are staying home and they're ordering stuff. And FedEx FedEx is capitalizing off that. FedEx is, again, this goes back to the following. Let me me take this and let's play this theory of possibilities. What if? This lady the other day on Tucker Carlson does an interview and says, this virus, coronavirus, is man-made it's not a natural virus she says genomes are like fingerprints she says scientists can tell that this was man-made this is not something that was natural says we can sit there and take a look at this tucker says how do you know it says i'm in this business this is what i do for a living tucker says how come other people don't know why are you the first one to come out and talk about this anyways if you haven't seen this interview with uh, tucker you got to go watch it as she talks about it Here's where it goes. Let's say it was man-made, okay? I watched a documentary this morning about Iran and how Iran, the sanctions have affected entrepreneurship in Iran Mm -hmm. and how a lot of Iranians are right now taking a hit because of uh, what sanctions have done to Iran, right? So I'm watching this documentary, and then I'm watching, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm watching uh, uh, the uh, interview with uh, Tucker Carlson with this lady of this virus being man-made. If it is man-made, and the intentions was to hurt the re-election of who? 
Donald Trump. Trump, you would have come out with this helping the econ hurting the economy, but this hasn't actually hurt the economy as bad as people thought it was going to hurt the economy. It backfired, yeah. meaning business went up. People are making money. People got that $3 trillion stimulus check. If the entire intention was to throw a wrench in there to prevent Trump from getting reelected due to the economy, it definitely didn't work. I said this six months ago. If Dow goes to 18,000, 19,000, Trump's not getting reelected. Mm -hmm. If it's below 20,000, he's not getting reelected. It's at 27,000 right mm -hmm. now. Okay, and it's staying pretty steady right there. So, you know, you, when you see a FedEx come out with earnings okay. like this, you're saying, wait a minute, how are you making more money than you did before? Well, nobody was expecting more money. To, if I told you six months ago when yeah. pandemic was announced, FedEx is going to have better earnings, you would have said there's I, no way in the world. I still have to disagree. I, I, I Explain to me. Okay, we shop on Amazon all the time. Yeah. I have kids and a wife. They shop on Amazon. We never get Amazon deliveries from FedEx. It's UPS or it's USPS. Business offices is what I think about with FedEx. I'm shipping these documents. I'm shipping this. I'm shipping that. Those are all shut down. How FedEx? I could see UPS. I could see USPS. Amazon, clearly, I don't get FedEx. I don't get it because I never picked the FedEx option on Amazon ever, ever. Adam. Well, obviously, FedEx is... You said that you're not getting it via Amazon. Obviously, there's, <laughs> there's companies using FedEx. That's, I mean, I don't know what companies to be exact. It's just not Amazon. I agree with you. I'm not getting FedEx via Amazon. Are you think they're lying? No, do I don't think they're lying, lying at all. I'm just saying I'm really surprised by this. I, I didn't think that they would, would, would go up that quarter. You know, well, th this is the thing that, that actually impressed me. And, and, and a company came to mind when I read this. It says our earnings growth underscores the importance of our business initiatives and investments over the last several years meaning they prepared for this and you know what company came to mind when i read that was zoom right why would i think of zoom when i think of this they were they were ready for the when the pandemic happened and people needed to adjust boom zoom was ready they stepped up to the plate they were ready for you know business to change fedex obviously did yeah. something i also think zoom was in the right place at the right time by the way you know? a fun fact you know who's a, a zoom cmo kai do you know who's zoom cmo Travis like, Scott? No, okay, sure. Travis Scott. That should be a good one if, if he was. Go online and type in Zoom's CMO, C Chief Marketing Officer Are of we going to be surprised by this? You will be surprised by this. You will be surprised by this. CMO. Oh Who is the CMO <laughs> of Zoom? No. No. Look it up. Oh. Are you serious? Yeah. Nancy daughter? Pelosi's daughter. That's not daughter. No, it's not oh. daughter. So what she got she? the last. She's a Robertson, I believe. She's a Robertson Janine turned Pelosi. into a Pelosi. She married into the she family. Who? Uh, 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 one of the one of the families that. Uh, but the, here's the thing: they don't even know if there's any connection to it or not. Uh, so there's not just, any connection. It's not a daughter. No, it's not a daughter. I'm not uh, throwing Janine. anything like that. It's no, Janine. Uh, I just Pelosi. told you it's not. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. but, it, but the so name just, is yeah. Pelosi, yeah. and it, it, it believe it or not, it's actually the same first name, Paul Pelosi, but it's Paul F and Paul E. It's a different. Uh, uh, but she did go to San Jose University, and Shout she is from Northern California. And <laughs> to go to San Jose, so <laughs> there's some the dots, kind of a man. connection <laughs> there. Yeah, but there you go. Janine yeah. Pelosi got a shout-out today on the podcast yeah. for Shout being out CMO to Paul of Zoom. E. Paul E. got a shout-out. And, shout and out here's the other thing. It's not like she's only been there for a year. It's not like she's only been there for okay. six months. If she had been there for six months, it, there would be a conspiracy. If you go on her LinkedIn profile, by the way, Janine Pelosi uh, with Zoom, go to LinkedIn, type in her name. Yeah, there you go, LinkedIn profile. I think she's been with LinkedIn for six years, and she started off as a marketing person. Yeah, she's been there for five years and seven months, so it's not like a 
new thing she just got in there. No conspiracy theories. Well, yeah. What a last I just name. thought Janine Pelosi, how many Pelosi's is there? Kind of makes you think right there. So Ray Dalio warns of threat to dollar as reserve currency. For everybody that knows Ray Dalio, I've had a chance to interview him, and he's a fascinating guy. Uh, his book is a book. If you've never read it, you have to read it. It's a must-read book, uh, Principles, 650 pages of pure brilliance. Uh, on how we build his business into being, I think, the 18th richest man in the world, uh, Ray Dalio warns of threat to dollar as reserve currency. While equities and gold benefited from the trillions of dollars in fiscal spending and monetary injections, those efforts are debasing the currency and have raised the possibility that the U.S. will go too far in testing the limits of government stimulus, Dalio said Tuesday. In an interview with Bloomberg Television, there is so much debt production and debt monetization, says Dalio. All of the world's major developed currencies have gained against the dollar, as have previous, as have precious metals as gold, silver, and platinum. Dalio said in July that investors should favor favor stocks and gold over bonds and cash because the latter offer a negative rate of return, and central banks will print more money. Thoughts on Ray Dalio? So respect to Ray Dalio, obviously a brilliant businessman. But my question is. Do you think Ray Dalio is more concerned and focused on the 1% or the 99%? Uh, you know, he's, his world is uh, high, you know, affluent people. That HNW. Are, yeah, yeah. H high net worth. You know, he's, he's high dealing. Worth, high yes. net worth. 30 million plus right. is who he's dealing, dealing with. But at the same time, he is still making a general statement. I did make yeah. a video about it, and I responded to him saying cash is still trash. That's what I was going to bring up. Yeah. That's and his audience up. are people that are money people, yes. Right, so he came out, I think this was in Davos, Switzerland during the economic forum or whatever that was. This was earlier in the year, right? I mean, talk about horrible timing. He came out a month before the pandemic and he basically said, breaking news, guys, cash is trash. Get out of crash, get out of cash. Pandemic happens, people are like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? What do you mean cash is trash? I have no money, I need cash, I just lost my job. What are you talking about? He looked very out of touch with that. Now, I actually did some research on that back in the day. If you're worth $50 million, $100 million, a freaking billion dollars, yes, you should be investing in businesses, in real estate. You should be in the stock market. You shouldn't be so much in cash. So that's why I asked my question, is he focusing more on the 1% or the 99%? I focus, me and Sal's Talks Money, I focus on the 99%. I did a video basically saying, how out of touch is Ray Dalio that he's thinking cash is trash? Most people are living, 78% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. 40% of Americans don't have 400 bucks to cover an emergency. 70% of Americans don't have 1,000 bucks to their name. And you're telling me that cash is trash? Mm. What are you talking about, dude? So it's a little out of touch. But at the same time, as someone who also deals with high net, in, not high net worth individuals, the life settlement business, I get where he's coming from. So it depends on your audience that you're well, looking at. Well, this topic specifically is currency. Okay, so and let's he talk is currency. He is, he is right when right. it comes down to... So here, can I respond to the sure. currency? So yes. if the U.S. dollar is not going to be the reserve currency, my question would be, what's the alternative? What's Gold it gonna standard be? is what you're talking about. Okay, is that maybe, where you're going? I don't know. Is that where it's going to be? What are, what other, what are the other the, main currencies? To, to go to the gold standard would be... Uh, I mean, it'd be catastrophic for a lot of people, mm -hmm. okay? But the fiat system is not working, period. Mm -hmm. Especially if they're going to keep printing cards over and over again. You know, right now, this whole new thing came out with Kobe Bryant's. If you can pull it up, Kai, I don't know if you can search it and find it. Kobe Bryant's last game, Heritage came out, and they sent me this material. They contacted me saying, you may be interested in something like this. 
And uh, it's it's Kobe Bryant. You'll see how this is going to go into Ray Dalio's uh, uh, conversation. Yeah. I knew you were going to get that. Kobe Bryant. Type in Kobe Bryant. Uh, just type in Kobe Bryant. Uh, should come up right there. Pa, 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 pa. Let's see which one it is. No, go back. Put floor. Put floor. Sign floor. There you go. Good. So there you go. First one right there. Bleacher Report. Click on that. So this right there when Kobe's shooting that shot. You see that eight behind uh, Larry Nance? Junior, right there, mm -hmm. that floor, that one block 16 feet that by 8 right feet, there. right there. Wow. That's right being there. sold right now on American Heritage. It looks like the bottom right there. Click on the bottom one, the 8, just the panel right Yeah, right there. Click on that. See if that gets bigger at all. Okay, so they don't have it. You can't see like that. Okay, right there. That's being sold. And this right here, Kobe's signature is on the number 8. This is his last game where he yeah. scored 60 Six. points. So American Heritage announces there's is it American Heritage? American Heritage. Heritage Auctions. Heritage I'm sorry, American. Okay, gotcha. I'm thinking, where's he going with this? <laughs> <laughs> I saw where your mind was at. Heritage Auctions. I'm like, you said that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Heritage, Heritage Auctions. Heritage, Shout out to Heritage Auctions. Heritage Auctions. <laughs> That's his last two points, That's by the way. That's his last two points. His last yeah, when he scored 60 points and Shaq said go for 40 and then he went for 60. That's being sold. Its starting bid is $150,000. They're estimating a half a million to a million dollars yeah. is what it's going to go for. How many of this are there in the world? Zero. Only one. one. Yeah, that one. Only one. Mm -hmm. Now, here's a question. If Kobe had done 100 of these, you think it would sell for a half a million dollars? No. 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 It wouldn't sell for a half a million dollars. So, Michael Jordan's card, BGS 9.5, sold for $77,000. Uh, Kai, type in Michael Jordan at the top right. Type in Michael Jordan, 1986, Fleer, F-L-E-E-R, BGS, nine and a half. I love BG, how BG, not J, not BJ. Uh, yeah. BGS, your but mind, your mind is your mind? BGS, nine and a half, 9.5. Not like that. That's a, uh, okay, 9.5. Yeah, he is. He's getting crushed. $77,000. Just type in 77000 Got it. Some of us type it different way, but uh, <laughs> seventy-seven yeah. like the seven. Put a dollar sign ahead of it and just put some zeros next to it. Put a dollar sign right there, and then put comma. C O M M A. <laughs> comma zero zero and compress pound. Guys, I promise you, Kai is okay. a very very no no smart he's guy. intelligent as they get, but uh, this is a different ball game. It's okay, right? Not uh, so good. Is that the one? Okay, so. It's so, go back, Kai, go back. This card, go, keep going down, keep going down, keep going down, keep going down. Let's see if the story comes up. Keep going down. This card sold nine years ago for $77,000. Yeah. I don't know if you see the article. It's got to be somewhere there. There it is, right there. Uh, uh, go back one. I don't know if you saw it where it said 76, 77,000 in 2003. Right here. That one right here, Kai. Yeah, right there. Click on that. It sold for 77000 Six hundred dollars. Okay, we can't get through it apparently. <laughs> it sold for seventy-seven thousand six hundred dollars. Okay, Here that's in two thousand and three. That card, not that's a PSA ten, but a BGS seven, nine and a half sold for seventy-seven thousand dollars in 03. You know why? There was only one of them in the world. One of you, one. There was only one. It was one of one. You know what that sells for today on eBay? You can buy it probably for twenty thousand dollars today. So that card. 17 years ago was worth more wow. than it is today. Why? 17 years ago, there was only one of them. Are today, there, more now? there are hundreds that are BGS, ah. nine and a half. 
So it's very simple. The more you print the dollar, the dollar is going to take a hit. Mm-hmm. If the dollar takes a hit, then you have a lot of, you know. Good analogy, by the way. Yeah, a lot of bad things could happen to the economy, and this is what quantitative easing is. So for somebody that's listening to this and they say, quantitative easing, somebody listens to them, I don't even have a clue what the hell that means. Maybe it's about my pay grade. It's not. Anytime you hear quantitative easing, it means they are printing money. The more they print money, the value of money goes down. When the value of money goes down, value of gold goes higher because you can't print more gold. This is why mm. buying gold, physical gold, is something you're seeing a lot of people do today. We did a recognition. I bought a bar of gold to give away to one of my guys. Who got it, by the way? You know who got it. Ricky, Ricky Aguilar yeah, got yeah, the bar yeah. of gold. When we bought the bar of gold, we bought it for $54,000. By wow. the time we gave it to him, three months later, it was worth $67,000. Yeah, really? So he got a kilo of gold that we paid fifty four. When we gave it to him sixty seven, he can go exchange it that thing and get sixty five thousand dollars. He bought like a Rolls that. Royce the next day. He buy, he actually <laughs> did. He actually did buy a black Rolls Royce. Shout out to Ricky. The next day, that's what Ricky did. So that that's this whole story of what Ray Dalio is talking about, and he's absolutely right. If we keep printing money, this is what's going to happen. This is why I'm not for more quantitative yeah. easing. But what it. Would it be the gold standard we'd be going to, or is it other, the other major reserve currencies, I, the euro, the pound, the Swiss franc, the, the, the yen? What else would it be? It, it, it would, ain't going to be crypto. Well, I know all our crypto fans out there, it's going to be crypto. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, you can't, it's not going to be fiat. The fiat currency, the way it's going is, you're just trusting America to say, don't worry, it's worth $100. Here's a piece of paper, I'm telling you, it's worth $100. And we blindly are believing that it's worth $100. But gold, you take gold with you anywhere, it's gold. You cannot reprint gold. Mm-hmm. So the direction we're going, Ray is making a big point, sure. and that kind of bleeds into the next point, which well, is interest gonna, rates. If you got any thoughts on it. Well, I have one thought yeah, on the previous topic, and I think it's the most important question. Are you going to buy the floor? <laughs> am I going to buy the floor? You've got I, to. You've I, got you, to. I will tell you, I am seriously considering buying the floor. I mean, that, that's yeah. all I can tell you. Yeah. I'm seriously considering buying the floor. It depends Go on what number it yeah. goes. I will not go close to seven figures okay. on the floor, All right. period. You I know, will not. I'm looking at a Kobe jersey yeah. right over there, by the way. But, you know, it's crazy um, to think how long this year feels because doesn't it seem like more than nine months ago that Kobe died? I mean, it seems like a long time ago with everything else that's gone on. There has the been a pandemic in between. Yeah, I know, but that's that my right point. Now, yeah. You know, there's been so much that's gone on this year that, boy, he died this year. Boy, that was an omen, too, that this was going to be a bad year when Kobe was killed. It's just, oh, by the way, 2020, you know, when we look back 10, 20 years from now, this was a very weird year if you think about it. Oh, it, on it, every it's, level. It's not, yeah. it's, not, it's not just a terrible year. It's, you can't just say it's a terrible year. It's a very weird, yeah, weird year. And it keeps doubling down. Very weird year. And there's three more months, by the way. Yeah, and there's three more months. So I. How many people out there are looking forward to 2021? <laughs> Comment below. People by the way, we just cracked 2,000. Shout out to our awesome, awesome value tainer. Valuetainment I love audience. It. By the way, there. if you're enjoying this, press the thumbs up and share the podcast as we continue and click that subscribe button so you get alerted. But let's go into interest rates. Yeah. So Ray Dalio says the dollar is going to be an issue, threat to the dollar. I agree. Mm-hmm. Interest rates to stay near zero through 2023. Okay. The Federal Reserve said Wednesday that it will keep its key interest rate near zero until the economy reaches full employment and inflation runs moderately above its 2% goal for some time, a vow that economists say is likely to keep rates at rock bottom for the next four to five years. 
The Fed plans to keep its benchmark short-term rate near zero until labor market conditions have reached levels of consistency. And uh, Trump received comparison to one-term President George W. That's a whole different conversation with the gal. But the interest rates you're looking at here, the, the number they're looking at is 2% inflation mm-hmm. is what they're looking at. If it gets to that number, then they're going to raise it. But why is that message being given today, two months or six weeks before election? Why are they saying it today? Think about that. Why is Powell announcing that rates are most likely going to stay at zero for the next three years till 2023? Well, uh, well here's why, and this will be my con- contribution to this topic, to let people that are thinking of voting Democrat know that the interest rates are going to stay low, that, yeah, maybe taxes will go higher, but the interest rates are going to stay low. That's how I interpret that message. Hmm. I, I, I don't I didn't interpret this politically at all. Um, basically, what's the goal of the Fed? The goal of the Fed is to keep the U.S. economy healthy, right? That's the kind of the goal of the Fed. And they do this in what? One of two ways. Number one, they try to minimize unemployment, right? We got to get people back to work. And number two, they try to stabilize inflation. That's why they're always just talking about inflation here. We got to get it up to 2%. And they do all this by either increasing or decreasing interest rates. Can go up, go down. He's obviously saying that it's going to be at 0% for the next coming years. Um, when there's a weak economy, they lower interest rates. Why do they lower interest rates, right? They do that because it's cheap money. They want people not just, as I say, saving that money, keeping it in the bank. They want them spending that money to put it out in the economy or investing into businesses and investing in the stock market or investing in real estate. So for the common man out there, again, I try to just break this down for the common person. If you have 50 grand in the bank that's making 0%, you got to get that money out of there. So for the common person out there who's stacking cash, you're not making any money. By the way, you shouldn't be just stacking cash to make interest on your cash anyway. You should kind of keep the money moving. But I didn't I didn't really look at this too politically. I just thought this is to boost the economy, keep the economy healthy, minimize unemployment and uh, stabilize inflation. Who does this favor, though? Does this favor Trump or does this favor Democrats? Tell me why. Because it's saying it's a preemptive shot saying no matter what you do, no matter what happens, whether you chaos, vote left or right, we're going to keep it at twenty zero till twenty twenty three. Yeah, but why is that political? No, I didn't ask what's political. I didn't ask if it's political. I said, who's it going to favor? Who's it going to favor? Because when rates stay low, you ask a simple question: What industries takes a hit if rates are low? Rates that are low, what industries take a hit? The banks. Okay, who else? When rates are low, what, what industry are you take in? A hit? What industry? The insurance you? business, you're saying. Premium financing. Gotcha. Premium financing. Insurance. Gotcha. How are these guys making money? How on do the, the side? carriers basically of course. Uh, get their rates? Arbitrage. Gotcha. They got to fi- figure yeah, out yeah, a way yeah, to make yeah, money. Yeah. So you look at what industries take. So all I'm asking is politically, who mm-hmm. does this help? Who does this hurt? I'm not saying it's a political thing. Yeah. I'm not saying what he's doing is political. All I'm saying is who does it you're help? You're saying bigger picture. I'm asking. I'm yeah. asking you who I'm does it hurt? I'm saying Democrats. I know you are. I'm okay. just trying to see yeah, what he's going to say. You're the money guy. Come on, Sauce. Yeah, but this is some next-level political, geopolitical. Oh, my mo- gosh. Are you a low-level? You are a next-level guy. I'm are you next kidding level, me? Your baby. show is doing great. People are loving it. Thank the anim- you. Shout Thank out to you. us, uh, Sauce Talks Money. It's it's doing very well. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, he's got some incredible content that he's putting together. Economics, Vitamin Economics. Vitamin Economics, yes, but subscribe. you're doing a great job as the Thank host you, there. Bro. Thank you, bro. So, so, so you don't really have a, any thoughts on this? Politically, I didn't interpret any of this stuff as political. Simplified. But I, yeah, okay. So here's what I mean by simplified. Okay, interest rate. So somebody's listening to this, and they're thinking about buying a house, or they're thinking about selling a house. Mm-hmm. It's basic math. This is what it looks like if you look at basic math, okay? So you got interest rates. 
when interest rates are high, prices go lower. When prices are high, interest rates are lower. This is the basic math that you look at. If interest rates are lower, you're going to sell your house for a bigger price. Mm -hmm. But if they increase the interest rates higher, the value of the home is going to go lower because a million-dollar loan at a, you know, whatever percent interest rate, 4%, say the payment's going to be seven grand a month, hypothetically, okay? But a, you know, 6.5% interest rate, $7,000 a month, you can only get an $800,000 loan. Mm -hmm. So if a person's saying to the realtor, look, I can only afford a $7,000 a month payment, at a 6.5% interest rate, the realtor's going to say, you can only buy an $800,000 loan. You can only buy an $800,000 house. But if the rates are four, you can look at a million-dollar home. So if it's a million-dollar home, that person that's selling their house, they can get an additional $200,000. So rates staying lower actually helps real estate and mortgage folks. Mm -hmm. So those in the real estate business or the mortgage business or somebody that's thinking about refinancing, I'm not in the business, this is a great time to refinance your loan. This is a great time if you got good rates and you got good income. If you got good income and you got a... Uh, a good uh, uh, credit score, this is not a bad time to refinance. I'm not selling, I'm not yeah. in the mortgage business. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, who does it help, who does it hurt? Uh, the average person sitting there thinking about buying or selling their home, they may be sitting a little bit longer saying, no big difference if I sell it right, right now or sell it later. There is not that level of urgency to sell the next couple months right now, your house. Did I make sense here with this? Yeah, it no? made complete yeah. sense. What about, what about the, uh, who did it benefit? Did yeah, but I did, where do we get political? That, I totally understand. Obviously, if you're looking to buy a well, house when, right now when and Trump lower interest became, rates, When great. Trump became a president, the first thing he did is he limited the amount of write-offs you're going to get on your mortgage on how much you can write off. He put a limit on it. Mm -hmm. So there were guys that were saying, wait a minute, here's a guy that's in the, that's in the real, real estate, estate business. Game. Why are you hurting us? You're not helping us. So a lot of my real estate friends were like this, and they voted for him. Mm -hmm. And they said, this kind of you know worked against me in the real estate side. You know, I can't sell the same write-off as I did before. Where now I think the real estate guys, there's a big community of them, 600,000 to a million of them out there. They're going to sit there and say, well, you know what? I'm still going to be able to sell loans for till 2023. Market's still going to be good for those yeah. guys till 2023. Yeah. So is there, a, a, is there a, a political bent to this? I actually think this doesn't favor anybody. I put a little bit of a favor towards Trump. Because people don't want a lot of change. The fewer things change, they reelect the guy that's at the, at the White House. Yeah, but that's why I disagree, because what they're saying is if you make a change in who's in office, it's not going to affect the interest rates. Yeah, but it's it is gonna with give, taxes. Yeah, I know. I totally agree yeah, with that. It yeah. is with taxes. Yeah. So, okay. All right. We'll see. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. But we'll find out what's going to happen with this one here. So uh, next, I think the one thing I did want to touch up is Brianna Taylor's settlement is amongst the largest payouts linked to a police shooting. Obviously, we saw about it. We read that. The $12 million settlement with Breonna Taylor's family is a historic move for Louisville, Kentucky. But across America, it's the latest financial repercussion in a police misconduct case. More than six months after Taylor was killed inside her apartment as police officers executed a no-knock search warrant, the city is poised to pay its highest ever settlement. A city spokeswoman told CNN. Thoughts? Well, that's a lot of money for a city. In times like this, are there insurance policies for cities or is this out of their general fund? Generally, I think it's out of their general fund. I don't think there's any insurance policy for actions like this. I, that's I, a lot of money. I think they're going to have an yeah. insurance policy, but it's gonna, okay. they're going to take, take it regardless. Okay, so $12 million to her family, to her mother. 
Um, but the other thing that was attached to this is that they have to have some reforms in the police department, especially on the no-knock search warrants. So it's going to bring some definite change there. I mean, it, it, let's just say this. There would have been a lot of unrest if this hadn't have been a favorable settlement like this. I mean, the, a lot of people were watching that. It seems like it's calmed down a little bit in Louisville. So I think it was acceptable. I mean, just picture this. You're sitting at home, just middle of the night. You're in bed. You're with your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Boom! Someone busts in your door. Plain clothes, plain clothes, bust in your door. What do you do? What do you do? What do you mean, what do I do? What do you I'm do? Jump on. So who's <laughs> there? Who goes there? I'm going to protect options? my girl. I'm no. going to protect Exactly. Her. Yeah. So her boyfriend, what did he do? Boom. He gets his gun. He had a legal gun. Yeah. One shot. Like, who the hell just came into my house? This is the story. Plain clothes police officers, no knock warrant, bust in the door. They get fired at. Boom, they start blasting. They hit Brianna Taylor eight to ten times in the stomach. She doesn't have a gun. She didn't have a shot. She was an EMT becoming a nurse. Sitting in bed, gets blasted for no reason. Boyfriend gets arrested. It basically turns out, no, he had a legal right to carry a firearm. Someone busts in your house. Of course you shoot. He walks off. He's good. So now he's out. Cops are not arrested. There's still no big deal there. Now, this this innocent woman is just full on dead, never to be seen again because the cops fucked up. And by the way, why did they go in the house? Because they thought it was a drug house. They found no drugs in the house whatsoever. Now you have a whole movement called Say Her Name. Say Her Name. You talk about a complete F up by the police here. I mean, this is case example number one. Why, you know, not to get all BLM black political, why black people are like, what the fuck is this? This is ridiculous. So thank God that at least the city of Kentucky or what is this? Um, Louisville. Louisville has stepped up. But I, I guarantee you, if you ask Breonna Taylor's family, do you want 12 million bucks or your daughter back? They'll take their daughter. But, you know, the bigger question here is these cops who I think we would all agree messed up here. No. I mean, yeah. OK. Um should they be arrested? That's the question. Or at least be held accountable. I, I'm, there's more to the story than what you're saying here. Okay, there's more to And I'm not going to go into the whole, uh, 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 her background, EMT, was she about to become one? Was she getting fired? What she had, drugs? I'm not going to go into that part because there's a lot of speculations on both sides. What I am going to say is, I'm glad this is happening. Meaning, I am glad they're paying $12 million. Mm -hmm. I'm glad there is pain. I am glad someone is getting punished for this. Why? Because everybody else is going to see that and see that as a standard. Meaning, when you're selling a house, your house you want to sell it for a million, the house next door sells for 1.2, guess what? You can ask for 1.2, okay? Mm -hmm. When you think about training your cops on how they break into yeah. a house and you don't train them properly, all you're going to say is, guys, leadership meeting, we have to spend a little bit more time training our guests because we cannot afford $12 million. Yeah. We just cannot. This is, this is a form of defunding the police, by the way. This is a form of the budget gets smaller, by the way. This is a form of hiring freeze. We're not hiring people. Right? Exactly, mm -hmm. organically. And I actually like it, and I think it sets the precedence to get some people out there that are a little bit sloppy with their gun and the trigger. Yeah, no kidding. I think that needs to happen, and I think it's a very, very good example that's being made. Uh, these are the kind of things I like to see. I like to see somebody getting punished for doing something that – uh, uh, you when uh, you cross the line, you, you shouldn't have done that because it gets a lot of other people to be 
uh, having second thoughts about doing uh, things. And at the same time, I also hope the person who went and shot the two deputy sheriffs, you know, the, the, the one that shot the— In Compton. In Compton. I hope he also gets caught because the reward right now is, what, $150,000, $175,000? I hope he also gets caught, and I hope he also gets a severe punishment for others to know that you don't go and right. shoot cops that are sitting there just doing their own thing. You just shoot them up. As long as that example is being made on both sides, yes. on both sides people say, of you know course. what, I'm not going to go shoot a cop. And you know what, next time we break into a house, let's kind of follow protocol because, one, I could get fired, two, $12 million, all of that's going to be taking place. Justice. Justice was served, and uh, unfortunately you can't do anything to bring the life back because I promise you the family who loves the loved ones would exchange the money for the human being. But, uh, you know, at least $12 million was paid out for this, and it's a good amount to take care of that family. So that's that part with the uh, story that took place there. Speaking of justice, this might be a good time to bring up that arsonist story. <laughs> Go ahead and why don't you take a lead on that I one. I mean, uh, you got to show the video of this. Go bring that up with the lady. I like this one here. This is, uh, this is uh, somebody that uh, is very impressive. So she sees somebody in the streets that she thinks is an arsonist. Look what this lady does. If you haven't already seen playing. this video. No, this, she is not this playing. This is also on her property. This is also on her property, yeah. yes, which... Boom, has a gun in her hand. Did you light anything on fire? No, ma'am. What are you doing with those matches on your head? I smoke. You smoke wearing your fucking cigarettes. You don't want to have matches on my head. Did you light anything up on fire? No. What's your name? I'm Corey Allen. You're going to stay right there. I got the cops coming. That's fine. <laughs> look at the smoke. Look, I mean, just look at what Oregon's going through, man. It's the sun should he's be out. Now, let me ask you, how did he know that he's an arsonist? How does she know? How does she I, know? I, well, matches. Maybe she saw no him cigarettes, matches. Him I think he's guilty. I mean, the way he's complying to yeah. everything she says. <laughs> I haven't seen a guy wear running tights like that and. 20 years. Well, it's pretty common nowadays. I mean, skinny <laughs> jeans. We get that in the office all the time. Uh, but, but, but. You're smoking a cigarette. That's why you only have matches on your hand. What'd you say? What'd he say? Yeah, there's a cigarette butt. He's saying smoking cigarette butts on the highway or something like that. Pause it, by the way. Well, Pause it. That's tensions good. are high in Oregon and anywhere else that uh, is under fire damage. Do you blame her? No. That's on her, her property. Good Hell for her. No. Yeah. That's some gangster I, I, mode I right like, there. would you want her as a neighbor? Who would want her as a neighbor, Hell by the way? Yeah. If you're watching this Not right now, who would, want, who would want somebody like her as your neighbor? Would you want somebody like that as your neighbor? I, I, you know, I want it, to be honest with you. I, I think there's a, a, a level below where she's at because she might be doing that to anybody that does something she finds suspicious. On the ground, gun drawn. Are you chewing gum? <laughs> I'd like to know what happened with that guy. How long ago is this? A couple days ago? This is a couple days ago. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to know what happened with this that This couple guy. days ago that came and out. And what do you think, given the what's going on in Northern California and Oregon and Washington, on fire everywhere, what do you think should happen to that guy if he is guilty oh, for, of if, arson? Oh, my God. The, 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 the book, the entire book thrown at him. The death highest penalty? Fel- well, not death penalty, but uh, unless people were killed, unless people died from the fire he started, then maybe that's you know some sort of 
a homicide charge or something. But no, arsonists are the lowest of the scum, especially in a situation like this, especially as fast. I mean, they only want bad things to happen. They want these fires to spread. If you're starting it, you are one sick individual. You know what I am curious is what is the charges and penalties for someone who starts fire? What is the... Well, if it's an accident, it's nothing. It's a misdemeanor. Like if you're doing your gender reveal, that was going to be a misdemeanor for the fire in California. But arson's got to be a felony. It has to be. Arson's got to be a felony. At the level of what they're doing right now, yes. If the person gets caught, at the level they're doing, sure. Accidental, maybe a different story. But even that needs to be held accountable uh, uh, with the arsonists. By the way, football viewers have declined except for Tom Brady. Okay, Everything about football viewers has declined. TV audience has slumped for the first weekend of National Football League season with the exception of Tom Brady. Okay, the game drew 25.8 million viewers, the high 25.8 million viewers, the highest opening weekend for the Fox Corp-owned news network in four years. Brady, who led the Patriots to six Super Bowl victories, lost 34-23 to to the New Orleans Saints in his debut as a Buccaneer. Other networks saw their audiences shrink. Comcast Corp Sunday night game on NBC between Dallas Cowboys and L.A. Rams. In the latter's new, say, uh, uh, new stadium uh, delivered an audience of 19.6 billion, down 14% from year before. Viacom CBS attended an average of 13.6 million viewers on its Sunday coverage, including the Patriots versus Miami Dolphins, down 12% from a year earlier. Monday night football viewers on Walt Disney Company ESPN tumbled 18%. Oh, this is You're in this world. Yes, what does I this am. mean? It's catastrophic. I mean, everybody's inside. We haven't had sports for six months. You're dying for football. If numbers are down, it's a catastrophic, catastrophic news for the networks, without a doubt. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse if they continue to focus on the athletes that are protesting or whatever. This is turning off a lot of people. Uh, the other thing with Brady, I was so fascinated. I couldn't wait to see what he looked like in that uniform. His first drive went right down the field for a touchdown, but they lost. There's an interesting side story to that you need to follow, even if you're not really a hardcore sports fan, is his head coach hammered him this week, really called him out, criticized him. Bruce Arians. That's one thing you know. Belichick never did publicly. He would never criticize Brady publicly, and it happened after the first week. It's going to be very interesting to see what Brady does to respond to that. He's never been called out like that. This is Tom Brady, the GOAT the greatest of all time, six Super Bowl championships. I mean, it's interesting. Would you do that to a star employee? I mean, somebody that is your highest performer. Was that done publicly? Yes. Bruce Arians, the head coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks, who's, who's got this. Uh, Unpack that. What do you mean by he was criticized okay, publicly? Okay, so Tom. What setting okay, was it? Okay, so Bruce Arians is the head coach for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He used to be the coach for the Cardinals. He used to be the mm-hmm. assistant coach for the Steelers. He's coached great quarterbacks, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Andrew Luck, he's coached a lot of great quarterbacks, but he said Brady wasn't, or uh, he's going to have, he's going to probably have more of a bounce in his step this week because he didn't see anything we weren't prepared for. He made a couple mistakes that he'd have want to take back. You just don't criticize Tom Brady like that in a public forum. It was pretty harsh. If you look at it, it, it and I think Arians is just such an off the cuff guy. He tries to be entertaining in his, in his press conferences, but man, it's going to be interesting. I don't think. I, It'll probably help because it'll inspire Brady even more. But interesting who the tactic. Play, who are the Patriots? Who do the Bucks play this week? That's a good question. I'll find uh, out real quick. Maybe Atlanta. I'm not sure. Well, he didn't look good. I can tell you that. He, made, he, th- he threw some passes. He didn't look that, like Brady. He, he didn't, didn't he? look like Brady. Yeah. Not at all. He didn't look like Brady. And uh, uh, there's a couple things that when you look at that, you think one is age, the other one is preparation. If it's age, there's nothing you can do about it. If it's preparation, he didn't prepare properly, and he's got to go back to the drum board. But I will tell you one thing about guys like him. Here's a couple things about guys like him. Yesterday I was talking to Nick Wallanda. Okay, I don't know if you know who Nick Wallanda is. 
Nick, yeah. well, have you heard of the story, uh, Nick Wallanda? Well, of course. He yeah. has all those ABC specials like twice a year. Yeah, Nick Wallanda, and I was speaking to him, and pre-interview, I said, listen, are you comfortable if I show a video? He says, you can show me any video except for one video. I said, what video is it? Let me guess. Which his one? His grandfather dying. No, he was comfortable oh. with that one. Have you seen the w- video with his no, grandfather dying? I do not know who this Have is. you seen this video? I don't even know if I want to show it or not. I, I, have, you, have you ever seen this one? Nick Wallander. I think it was in Cleveland or something. He was running, walking across a couple Puerto buildings. Puerto Rico. Puerto his Rico. grandfather at 73, Carl Wallanda, is walking across the wire rope in Puerto Rico at 73 years old. He falls and he dies. That's his grandpa, mm-hmm. okay, that this happens to, okay? And then Nick decides to take this thing to a whole different level. The one video he didn't let me play, he didn't want to watch at all. He said, you can play it. Of course, you can put it in yeah. the video. I just don't want to watch it. It's in 2017. Where This one you can put because no one uh, – play the one in 2017. Wallanda, they're doing an eight-man pyramid is what they call it. Oh, yeah. Okay? Uh, Wallanda, uh, 2017 uh, – uh, uh, it's eight people, not seven. It's eight-man pyramid. Uh, it's, not, it's not the seven-man. It's eight-man. Kai, go back and put eight and put 2017, 17. Kai, 17, fall. There you go. Uh, it is go to, uh, go to the, two, uh, the 525, five minutes and 25 seconds. Click on that. <laughs> go back a little bit. Lowered audio. Watch this. So he's the front, Nick Wallanda. This is eight of them practicing. Watch what happens. Uh oh. That's difficult to watch. That's difficult to watch. Okay. His sister was seriously injured, okay. right? Pause it. He didn't want to, he says, I can't watch this one. Versus his grandpa. His grandpa died in 1978. He was born in 1979. He never met his grandpa. His biggest aspiration is to be like his grandpa. This is seven generations of wire Mm -hmm. uh, uh, rope walking, right? Mm -hmm. And he decided to walk across Niagara Falls. First man to do it, Kai. He walked across Niagara Falls. First man to walk across Times Square. Times Square. First man to, he walked across Chicago. And then recently he walked across this year, March of 2020, over a volcano. Live volcano. It's intense when you see this, by the way. When he walked across Niagara Falls, 13 million people tuned in to watch him on ABC. 13 million live people were watching this guy walk. So I asked him a question. I said, uh, why didn't your grandpa stop? She says, look, my mom, she says, you know what I want to do at seven years old? She says, what? I, I want to walk the rope with you. I said, mom, you're seven years old. What, what are you talking about? She says, my, my grandpa at 73 couldn't stop walking across the rope. He says, one wow. time they're doing an event and they're doing a seven-man pyramid. They fall. Three people die. Two of his relatives dies, and his son dies. He says his grandpa went up next day on the rope again after his own son died. I said, how come he didn't stop? He says, my grandpa was such a man of faith that he couldn't control himself. This is what he was meant to do. He says, I trust being on the wire more than anywhere else. He says, I have a lot of faith when I'm on the wire. Okay. So then I asked him a question at the end. I said, listen, here's a question for you. I said, do you see yourself ever stop doing this? He said, uh, yeah, I'm planning on stopping at 55. I said, do you really think you can do it? He says, I don't know. So I said, how about your grandma? He said, my grandpa couldn't stop. What does this have to do with Brady? I hope Brady stops before he's going to go into. Before he falls off the wire. Before he yeah. falls off the wire. I just hope he does that. Because yeah. I didn't like seeing, uh, um, as much as I love Kobe's last game, 
I didn't like 33% field goal shooting. I didn't like 7 for 21. I didn't like 11 for 33. You know, I didn't like seeing that season that they had, right? I hope if Brady gets to a point, if he's not prepared, fine. He'll get the preparation up. But if he simply is too old to play football because it's time, I hope the people close to him can convince him to walk away. I just don't see a guy like that stepping away pre-realizing it's time to step away. 100%. It won't be because of lack of preparation. It just never will happen. He'll always be prepared. But it's arm strength. Can he throw an out pattern, you know, 45 yards on on a dime going across the field to the other hash mark? Probably not anymore. So, yeah, because we're going to remember that image about him. That's the bad thing. It'll be stamped in your mind of him in a different uniform and not being able to perform anymore. I think, I think Brady's still got it, man. 43 years I old. I do, too, actually. Sharp. I, I don't think he's going to have a good year. I, think, I, I think, really do. I think he's going to have a bounce-back game. I just looked at, at who they're going to uh, playing. They're playing Carolina Panthers, not a great team, at home. Oh, no okay. more Cam Newton there. Oh, that's a good bounce-back game. I think game. they're going to be 1-1, one one, and next week we'll be talking about, wow, Brady's still got it. Yeah. Look, look, you have to understand this. I mean, if you look at my office right behind Kai, if you can see the angle. I don't know if your angle's there. Can you go to that angle? They can't go to that angle, right? Okay, it's fine. Don't, don't worry about it if you can't go to it. I got an autographed Brady painting on the wall. I mean, I'm a fan of a guy sure. that's willing to go to, to the levels that he goes to. I just hope he knows it deep down inside when it's time yeah. to step away. Yeah. Someone, hey, you know what was fascinating about that uh, Wolanda video? Mm. The, the, the fall, the eight-man fall? No net, even during rehearsals? That was unbelievable that they would take that type of risk. And Because his sister was seriously messed up from that accident. Seven man. plates in the face, 72 yeah. screws. I'm sorry, three plates in the face, 72 screws in her face. You don't even want to see what she looked like after the surgery. But here's what's crazy. Six months later, she went on the wire. I know. I, I was going to ask a question. Do you feel bad for her? For Because I don't. She signed up for this. I don't feel bad This is bad what they do. No, not at all. Six months later, she's back up there. They are. You just live by wi- the sword, you die by the They're sword. They're just wired differently. Seven Imagine. generations. Wired since 1780. Well played. <laughs> since 1780, they've been doing this. By the way, they're, they're based out of Sarasota, Florida. You know what the, what's like Sarasota, Florida is famous for? What's that? Um, Ringling Brothers. Yeah, exactly. Could well, that's who recruited them. The German okay. family. They recruit. This is a German family. Wolanda's a German family that was recruited by. Uh, uh, the by flying Wolanda. Yeah. You know, a couple of Nick's kids, I think, went into the military, didn't they? Yeah. Maybe are not going. They into are. The one is in business. the army. One, one is in the Marines. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. What's more right. dangerous? What? High wire or army? In in non-war years, high wire is way more dangerous. These, this this family clearly has a need for speed. They're living on the edge. And, it, and it's a cultural thing, by the way, because they all want to do it. It's a cultural thing. It's not like they want to stop doing it. Okay. By the way, just a quick shout-out. Brady, 43 years old. Who was the opposing quarterback he played against this past Drew week? Drew Brees. Drew Brees, 41 years old. We're talking about two of the greatest players in the league, 40-plus. What, what, what do we want to wrap up with, by the way? What do we want to wrap up with? Let's pick one story, and let's wrap up with a story that we have a here. A fun story. Let's go I'll, fun. I'll leave this. it up to you guys. You pick the story. Which one do you want to go with? You want to go with uh, our friend Caitlyn Jenner? You want to go there? I don't know if I want to finish up with Caitlyn <laughs> Jenner and Joe Rogan. We always have a U-Haul story to you know, bookend it with. Yeah. You want to go to the polls? You want to go to the polls? No, the polls is the polls. Let's just do the, the U-Haul story. This is a, this is a funny one. Kai, can you pull up the Babylon Bee story? I love these guys. I think every once in a while, this kind of news does well. You know, look at these guys' story. It's hilarious. U-Haul introduces armored war rigs for Californians trying to flee states post-apocalyptic wasteland. (laughs) Okay. 
Uh, by the way, look how many times the story's been shared. Look how many times it's been shared. Wow. 273,000 <laughs> times this story's been shared. The, the visual's just hilarious. It right? is. It leave, the California leaving, sign is. <laughs> welcome to California. They're leaving California. <laughs> do, do you think long term, realistically, anytime? So, like, matter of fact, here's a question for you. We'll be in California tomorrow. I'll be in LA. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got a few meetings. And I'm going to go and visit Venice. I haven't been to Venice for a long time. I want to see what Venice Beach Do you have a hazmat like. suit available? <laughs> I'm going to go to Venice. I'm going to go to uh, uh, Hollywood. We'll go to different spots just to kind of see what it looks like. I just want to kind of get mm-hmm. a flavor of what it looks Excited. like, right? I know restaurants you can't eat at the places that we want to go to because you have to sit outside to eat. So you can't go to the favorite restaurants that we have in L.A. We go to some of them. But uh, how soon do you think California is going to see a Republican governor? Is that even likely anytime soon? I don't think so. I mean, I guess it depends how you define soon. Four years, probably not. Now, Newsom's up next year, 2021. He's up, I think, or 2022. I think it's 2022. Garcetti's up next year. Um, I, I, it's going to take a little while. It's going to take a couple cycles. Ben Shapiro had a very interesting point on his tape about why he's leaving California. He's saying the people that can't afford to leave California will. So the people that can't afford to leave are going to be stuck there. Um, because it's not easy. I mean, it's not easy to just pack up and leave, you know, pay for a move, find housing in another city and get a job there. So the people that are going to be stuck there are the ones that can't afford to leave. I'm just going to tell you this. You're in for an eye-opening experience this weekend. If you're going to seek out Venice and go into Brentwood and some of these places, and if you went on the Hollywood Boulevard, look out. I mean, it's going to be an eye-opening experience for you. I'm going to bring videos. I'm going to bring videos, and next Tuesday when we do the next podcast, we'll actually show some of the videos Mm -hmm. on what we saw. And I know we see a lot of videos that people are posting, but I want to personally go see some of these places to see what it's like. Because I'm listen, there was a time every weekend I was at Venice Beach, and that was part of my routine that what I would do is go to Venice yeah. Beach. Venice Beach is a place you go to play basketball, sure. bodybuild, gold, everything. The, the skateboard. The mecca, the skateboarding, yeah. all of it. You know, you go That's through. That's Muscle Beach. That is Muscle yeah. Beach. Yes, you're right. So. Pat was dominating on Muscle Beach. Pat, make sure, make sure you go to Gold's. By the way, like, I'm, walk by Gold's, too, okay? Make I will. sure you walk by Gold's Gym. By the way, it's for sale. Is it? It is for okay. sale. Gold's Gym, the main, main mecca, the huh. main, main oh, the Gold's Gym is for sale wow. right now. Yeah, it's for sale. So, anyways, having said that, folks, um, uh, uh, it, very, very uh, uh, strange topics today. We had a lot of rain. We covered Sasha Cohn. We covered a lot of different things. We will do it again next week. Thank you for tuning in with us. Put in the thumbs up if you enjoyed this podcast. And share it and be sure to subscribe and click on that alert button so you're one of the first to be alerted as we go live. Having said that, have a great day and a wonderful weekend, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.